Hello, hello, hello. How we feeling today? This is Toasty on the Mental Threads Podcast, episode 47. I'm here with my guest, Mr. Sin. Is that how you go by, Sin? Yeah, Sin, how y'all feeling? Syndicate on all platforms, but all the homies call me Sin. What's up, Toast? Yeah, definitely. Dude, dude made it all the way from Raleigh taking Uber, man. I swear, bro. Shit is, shit is mad crazy, bro. For- shit ain't no joke, for real. That Uber shit is different, especially out here. Yeah, and I don't have to take, like, Lyft right now, man. It's crazy, like, where we're at right now, you know. It's just, like, I know you had a whole lot of things going on. You said that you were, like, you done, like, two tours so far, right? Yes, sir. I did two tours. Shout out my man's Moss. Moss ENT, the whole Moss B-Moss uh, tour, you feel me? Shout out everybody over there, Lucy Lou. Uh, and shout out my man, Master Pluggy, you feel me? Shout out Pluggy for the uh, the second tour. We just came back probably, like, last week, 10 City Tour, two weeks, MIA. Went to uh fucking North Carolina, Atlanta, Baltimore, Jersey, uh, Virginia, man. We were everywhere with it. Just shout out to them fellas. And, you know, I'm an upcoming artist myself, man. I'm still trying to get into the use of freaking, like, trying to figure out how to put things together with, like, uh, tours and stuff like that, live performances. I still have yet to do a live performance of any of my songs yet. I still want to, like, get more content together. I'm more of a contentive type person. As you can even see with my past podcast episodes, I even put it on Spotify yet until I reach, like, 45 episodes. I'm trying to reach 50 before the end of the year. And so because, you know, I want something, like, if I do build a fan base, like, they got more stuff to look back on, you know. Because, like, that's how I got into, like, J. Cole and Kendrick and everything before. Like, he really got deep with their actual projects. I was really looking back at their mixtapes. And that's what really got me to be, like, a bigger fan of them and everything of that nature. But it's just, like, you know, I know that since you already gone on tour, you pretty much developed kind of a fan base, right? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Even even before the, uh, before the tour, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I had came down to North Carolina just to kind of expand my fan base, you know what I'm saying? Touch different avenues and, sh- and shit like that. So, uh the tour itself, though, definitely uh, added to the to the growth of Unlucky. That's my label, Unlucky the label. Most definitely, we had uh, we had different different uh, different vibes everywhere we went. But it's not different as in bad. It's different as in damn. This is something that I'm I'm learning right here, and that's that's the that's the most important part about the tour shit. You feel me? It's the experience. You know what I'm saying? You got to take that with you and be able to transfer everything that you learned negative positive and push it toward what you try and get at for real mm-hmm. and uh your what are the names of your tours again if you like to refresh my memory all right so the first tour was the uh uh was the moss fest tour shout out my man's b moss he out here doing his thing in atlanta uh gonna be back down there in december and um the second tour i was on with wet was with uh pluggy my man's pluggy he also down there in atlanta but he's from philly shout out all the guys in philly that's it's pretty much it yeah man when it comes to like tours i be trying to see like because before i even like get through like a lot of my projects or anything i want to do i always try to write down it con- conceptually and everything like that nature you know like my name like the first tour i'd be considering because a lot of my next projects are going to be more like kind of like not trying to say education based or whatever but they're kind of like have like more a sense, like kind of in the classroom type you know like how lauren hill said like the miseducation lauren hill i'm gonna show you like a, a lot of my future like projects and everything i got something called like it's like a it's like a a tape called uh the rediscovery and everything you kind of see my face on a chalkboard and everything and other stuff is going to be like stuff like sincerely it's going to be on a chalkboard chalkboard too and stuff of that nature you know it's going to be an aesthetic that's going to be touching upon more education base and everything right. you know because like you know a lot of like my stuff is like it's more focused like i know my my first tape ego trip was more focused on like you know mental health and stuff of that nature so the next project is going to be focused on just like educating like learn about the self 
Word. And that's pretty much it's like so this is gonna like connect to my fourth first tour is like that's what it's gonna be called is like the higher education tour. Word. So it's like that's what this is gonna be based on and stuff of that nature. So that's I just I just, definitely see the vision, man. I like that. I definitely see the vision. I'm fucking with that for right. real, bro. Yeah, yeah, you know, I always like to write a lot of these things down, like get them together like as a means of manifestation and everything. I got like Word. three vision boards right now. You know, but that, that's like enough about me and everything. I feel like you're kind of more experienced and everything. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's about you and stuff of that nature. So it's like, you know, when you were going on tour for all those dates in all them states and stuff mm-hmm. of that nature um were you pretty much like in like big like crowds or was it just like gonna be like in like you know clubs and stuff of that nature all right so for i say for the 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 moss fest tour it was definitely a lot of big crowds not only because it was people coming out to support all the artists who came out to perform but it was also all the artists coming out to support the other artists and that's always beautiful to see you feel me mm-hmm. um Going on with the Master Pluggy toy, the Pluggy Experience tour, um, it was it was in a lot of clubs. You know what I'm saying? Just for I would say the 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 sense of like if you can get people in the club to dance to your shit, you can easily have somebody in a car bam, jump listening to it. You feel me? Because he'd be like, oh bitch, like if it's some girls, like oh bitch, what was that song that we was listening to last night in the club? It went like you feel me, so that that was kind of like the the drive behind that tour. So when we went to Atlanta, we were in mad different clubs, even after our spots. Shout out the guys over at Vivid. Uh, shout out the guys over at uh, Gold Room. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when we went to Miami, we was at the King of Diamonds. Now that's probably like the the, the best strip club I ever been to, and I literally walked past Magic City. I ain't even go into it. Like when I was in Atlanta. In Miami, had to go to King of Diamonds. So shout out everybody at King of Diamonds. You heard? Yeah, I've definitely got to write some of those locations down for sure. Yeah, I got you. I <laughs> got I you. <laughs> well, once this COVID shit start really like dying down, and I start like really traveling on um, my spare time, that's that's definitely what I need to go do myself. You know, that's really cool. That's really good that you got all this experience, and you're just 24 right now. Yes, sir. Just turned 24. Shout out all my Libras out there, Libra gang. Yo, you're a Libra? All right, cool. Like, my, I'm a Libra moon okay, and everything. Yeah, you know, I'm an Aquarius and stuff, so we win signs. That's probably why we're, we're meshing pretty well right now. Yeah, that's so the that's vibe, pre- for definitely the vibes, yo. But that's cool. But in terms of, like, struggles when pretty much as an artist, because I know there's definitely some struggles. Oh, yeah. We all got struggles and stuff of that nature. What struggles have you pretty much had to face, you know, uh, upcoming in the industry so far? So, like, like I said, uh, I'm 24. I'm originally from Queens, New York. I uh, grew up in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, and... If if that can't tell you right there, I grew up in a, a I grew up in a single parent home. Pops wasn't really around like that, uh, so like any like any any person who was put in a predicament like I was, just either two things that you can do: you give a sink or swim. And I chose the other. You feel me? I chose to elevate. You feel me? People don't think it's a third option, but it's always a third option. It's always a a plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all that shit. Right? So, coming up, uh, like I said, I was with my moms. Um, really didn't get around my pops like that. Was always outside. Uh, at one point, it was just like niggas just kind of gravitated toward the street. You feel me? Because it wasn't really no outlets for people of my age growing up where I was at. You know what I'm saying? We had playgrounds that was broke down. You feel me? Basketball courts with no hoops. Sometimes no uh no backboard, you feel me? I mean no rim, no nothing, you dig? So it was it was a lot of it was a lot of different things that kind of added to my upbringing. You know what I'm saying? I had uh, lost some real good friends, close friends at a young age in front of me. 
I didn't have times where mom's dudes calling me. I'm around the corner. She like, oh, somebody just got shot in front of the house. You need to come in here now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So just uh, being around different people, especially like the older folk, because it wasn't really a lot of my young guys that was outside because shit was really hectic in the city. You feel me? It was people dying damn near every day. Like Baltimore got one of the top murder rates in the capital. You feel me? Like. It should really be going wild out there. But if you know how to move, you know how to get to what you're getting to, you, you're not going to be in a mix like that. But a lot of people choose to be in a mix. That shit not always where it's at. That's all a mental thing, you feel me? And that's another thing that kind of added toward my upbringing because <clears throat> I knew that I wasn't trying to be no, no bum-ass nigga. I wasn't trying to be uh, the same dude that you go out, you see him on a block every day. Like, bro, I see you out here every day, three years, and you still on the same block, bro. I understand, always oh, you got to rep the hood, rep the block, but damn, what are you getting to, bro? What are you out here for? Like, what do you got to show for it? And I ain't saying just show off. I'm showing show elevation, show growth. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people stuck in this complacency that's just not right. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the struggles that niggas try, had to go through, like I said, it's either you're going to sink or swim or you're going to choose the other. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, uh, man, I don't, I don't even I don't even know. It was just a, it was it was it was just a lot of things that that was like you're going to either trap, you either going to go ahead and be ops, you know what I'm saying? I mean like the boys be 12, that shit wasn't happening. Mm -hmm. Or you're going to really put your heart and your mind behind something and do everything that you can to get to it and I chose to do that. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of what the struggle was. Yeah, man. No, I feel that. I feel that heavily, man. You know, it's just like, you know, being an inner city kid, you know, myself and everything. Like, my folks were like, you know, uh, immigrants. So it's just like, you know, they try to keep you away from stuff like that as much as you can. Mm -hmm. But I feel like at the same time, you pretty much have to learn a lot of things a lot later on in life. And that really, that really kind of had me at a disadvantage too. Um, trying to like navigate the world and so on and so forth. So you kind of see me doing like a lot of stuff. Like you know, I do as much as I can as like just from like sitting doing like uh, doing the podcast or just trying to do a mixtape thing or just trying to like I'm about to start to do a, a clothing line. About to throw a clothing line too. But at the same, but at the same time, I'm still at a disadvantage because I'm not too connected. Like, even with my hometown, as much as I wish I would, you know what I'm saying? Because you know I'm disconnected like from my home side of town because I had to go. And be put in these like predominantly white ass schools, bro. And I'm telling you, bro, it's it's not good. It's not good at all. Like why I went to an HBC, it was like I died and went to heaven. Really? But it's like at the same time, you're still trying to like process a lot of the mental scars you had to deal with, you know, yeah. the predominantly white schools and stuff of that nature. So it's just like, you know, oh, yeah. it's just it's just stuff like that and stuff like that. So yeah. That's hell of a culture shock too. I ain't gonna hold you, cause like you had to go from Billy to DeAndre, you feel me? Like I, un I understand. I, I definitely get that. You feel me? Hell yeah. yeah I mean, it ain't all that works. Cause I know there was some inner city kids that still go to like my high school and everything, but there was still like a disconnect at the same time in regards to just to the area and stuff sure. of that nature. Like if I had to do it again and everything, I would definitely go to like schools that are like you know in my area. You know, stay in that circle and everything of that nature, you know, make connections like that. You know, I feel like that would have worked a little bit better for me or served me better as opposed to just being so far away. And then, like, when shit happens, like, at that school and everything, then, like, it ricochets and bounces off there and then just goes into your own home setting and everything like that. It'd be like, oh, yeah, this is who you are. It's like, oh, no, it's not the case, bro. It's com right, exactly. two completely different worlds. 
but it's like it's just it be like that though but it's just like to know that you had to survive through a lot of that you know it's like especially in baltimore i know like it could be crazy in baltimore for real but it's just like you know even coming from like queens too that's still pretty hard background also and everything yeah that's why i lost my best friend i lost my best friend when i lived in queens man right in front of me i had uh i and it's like it, it took some time to even be able to speak about shit like this you mm-hmm. feel me like mm-hmm. but niggas was doing things that we shouldn't have been doing especially at, at the age that we were and motherfuckers was foxing you feel me so sometimes you just I, I if I had anything to say to like people who are looking to gain the experience that I have always keep your head on the swivel no matter where you at what you're doing you never know who it could be that could be foxing you out you feel me that uh, a lot of that whole keeping my head up all the time was coming from my pops. I ain't gonna hold you. Like I said, I did grow up in my mom's house, but he was here ducking every once in a while. You feel me? And I knew how I, I seen how he moved. My pops was in the trap heavy. Like mm-hmm. niggas could walk inside the house. You'll think that there's nothing going on. You feel me? Just look over to the right a little bit. You look inside the little vase, this clear vase. He used to have these marbles in them. Mm. I look in there, I'm looking, I'm like, why that marble look like a bag? And why that bag look like it got something in it? You feel me? That ain't no fucking marble. So just just, just seeing how he moved and going through the shit that I done been through, you feel me? Just kind of put that notion in my head, always keep your head on the swivel. That's one thing I say to people who looking to gain that experience. Always, always, 100%. Nah, man, I feel that heavy, man. You got to be on your toes, man, especially in this society. You know, it's black men in this culture. We're constantly trying to, like, I don't want to say force ourselves to make it or whatever, but we're kind of trying to, like, reinvigorate and trying to think uh, more innovatively in terms of, like, how can we, like, really raise past the ranks and everything of, uh, of like, you know, level. How can I say, uh, like, yeah, classes, like middle class, low class, high class and everything. You know, some of us choose education. Some of us, you know, choose the street life and the fast life and everything. Wherever it takes you, it's going to take you where you got to take you. But it's just like, you know, it's just it's just like that, you know. Um, in my time, I've never lost. I can't really say that I've lost anybody, like, that was a childhood friend or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that wasn't, like, on some, like, facetious type, you know, shit. Like, they are just being on that two-faced type shit. That's how I lose friends. Like, that's kind of how I grew so it's like, you know, it's just, but I never had to like, you know, I had to bury nobody um, that was like my age or nothing. I had to go to no funerals like that. It was like people that passed away or people that lived their whole lives or probably like died of cancer or something like that. So it's just like, you know, so I guess it's just something that's just, this is kind of new to me. Uh, that isn't really like something I'm familiar with or whatever, but it's like, you know, you know, thanks for sharing for all that, you know, and everything. I know there's probably some of them might be listening that may be trying to process a lot. You know, I know a lot of us in in society have to deal with PTSD heavy, you oh, yeah. know, a lot more than people realize that, you oh, know, yeah, like, it's like, would you say you kind of suffer from PTSD to a certain degree? Oh yeah, most definitely. Like it's, it's, it's to, it's to a sense. And I feel like what, what make my shit even like worse, you know what I'm saying? Like as far as like how I separated, you feel me? I got PTSD from what then went on outside and I got PTSD just from basic shit that niggas really get into. Even just regular people just get into, you feel me? Like, <clears throat> I was in, like I told you, like I was in a car accident. Mm-hmm. So now, anytime I see somebody even entering the highway, something like that, I'm like this, I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm taking a breath because I'm thinking, oh, they about to hit my shit, you feel me? So that shit, that shit right there really fucks with me a lot. So even if if I do get a call, I'm and, and 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 niggas get to sliding around, I really don't even know if I'm gonna dry that bitch. I probably pass the key to niggas, be like, "Here, bro," because that 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 PTSD shit is real. It's 
is 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 more than just it's more than just up here that you can really feel that shit through your body. Like it be times where niggas would just be stuck, you know what I'm saying? Like on some on some tweaking shit. You think shit happening the way that you think it's happened, but it's really not even like that. Just because of the shit that traumatized you for real. Now I don't want to sit here and be on my on my herb shit, but I've never been uh, what is it called? I've never been diagnosed. You know what I'm saying? Never been diagnosed with that shit. But I definitely uh, see the characteristics and I uh, read up enough about it to where as though I can, you feel me? Go ahead and be like, yeah, that's that gotta be it. You feel me? Yeah, no, for real. Like people be self-diagnosing themselves all the time. I know for a fact I got anxiety, depression, PTSD to a certain degree for sure. Um, ADHD, like, you know, and, but I feel like that's mostly just because, you know, your mind's just a little bit more overreactive. You know, that's just kind of how I see it, you know, like looking back because it's like, you know, like I feel like, you know, there's travelers, there's hunters and there's gatherers. I mean, hunters and gra- gatherers, I, hunters and there's gatherers but there's also like you know travelers you know people that really just just they can't stay in one place they gotta move they gotta go somewhere else and i feel like that's that same traveling type instinct that pushes us to kind of like you know be creative and everything try to think outside about things innovatively because it's like the main person from the tribe that just doesn't want to be there was definitely like i don't want to say a genius but Mm -hmm. just just didn't want to fuck with being there for that long you know what I'm saying, and that's just that's just kind of how I see it. You know, we're just kind of got trapped. We had a nomadic mindset. You just you can't be stuck in the same place. You can't be stuck. You got to change your surroundings. I feel that's what pushes us to like want to do music and want to like change our surroundings. Let me let me liberate myself from the shackles of wherever I'm at right now mm-hmm. through the use of music and self-expression. That's just kind of how I see it. So it's like that's why you get people like Tyler Creator got ADHD. Look what he's doing. Right, exactly. you know I, I wish my moms would have had that same mental the truth though when it come to the ADHD because she played with me when it came to it. I'd be in the classroom with just on some dickhead shit. You feel me? Just doing dumb shit. But it was school my, stupid. You like, feel me? That's just what it was. Like, it, no, it, just it's like, literally the systematic oppression. It's literally, literally. what they put you into to oppress. Like it's it's crazy. It's really a crazy cycle. But I wish my moms would have had that mental that you got because then she would have been more relaxed with it. Cause I mean, but at the same time as a kid, if you want to survive though like you, you had to overcome the symptoms like at least like when you're older you can manage it a little bit better mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm an honor roll student like now because it's like you know i can manage my time a little bit better so okay let me just focus on knocking this shit out i just see it as a game to me get this shit done before this day do it early so you can have more time to do this shit the earlier you do it the better you know you once you have the different mindset on it compared to as a kid like, why am i even doing this reading what what's the point in this what i got to do this for Smart questions. <laughs> However, it's not going to help you ev- uh, elevate in this life. you got to be competitive. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm just saying. If my parents would have just sat me down to really explain, like, the reason why you got to be competitive mm-hmm. and everything, then it will work. But it's just, like, as a kid, I just didn't see it because right. it's like, bro, like, I just want to go there just and hang out. I was really explaining that to a kid, though. Like, nobody was doing that. And that's what I feel like if, if we did more of that, sh- these kids wouldn't be wilding how they is out here now, man. Yeah. For real. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. It's like, you know, I think I spoke about it, like, with my mentor, Dr. Roger Keith. The Men's Achievement Center. He's on. I did an episode with him. I think it's the 45th episode. It's like 30 minutes in. I also did an episode with one of my mentors, Sean Andrews, who was also part of the Men's Achievement Center. Um, and everything you speak about stuff, we speak like about stuff like you know education, stuff of that nature. And it's just like, yeah, no, like I feel you. Like it's like it's basically built to really break us down as black men. Like 
buck us up as black men like to a certain degree and everything but you know you can speak on a lot of that stuff like you know at due time you know we have to mostly keep on track with like the music thing for sure and it's just like you know but since we are touching about school and everything about nature um it's like how would you describe like your where do you stand at in school like who are you in school basically from elementary middle school high school stuff of that nature uh definitely elementary school was definitely the the class clown was trying to get everybody to laugh uh was a hothead ADHD was kicking my ass so like anytime it was up it was stuck <laughs> it was like that so I got into a lot of fights uh had to go home got into a lot of fights at home having older siblings and just having <clears throat> people outside when I be outside you know what I'm saying uh going to middle school I started getting a little weight you feel me so a nigga didn't have the same finesse that he had back in uh elementary school so it went from oh that's sin that's sin that's sin to Aren't you Antoine cousin? Ain't you Twan cousin? Like, this shit just went completely out their heads because one, it's a different school, new people. And then what made it worse, <clears throat> I went to school for the first day, moved to New York for like two months, and then came back. And they was like, damn, bro, we thought you transferred. I'm like, nah, I just wasn't doing shit. Like, my pops was, it was it was a whole thing when my mom's and pops went and lived with my pops. Mm-hmm. Um, going toward like, uh, going toward like high school, uh, was still on the chubby side a little bit, but still had the swag to it. Really didn't even start getting into music until high school, really. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother, who I started the label with, uh, Seven Season, shout out my man Seven. Uh, wish he could have been here, but he had some other things he had to deal with tonight. Um, came to me one day. <clears throat> school just started. I'm waiting for him in the front. He like, yo, bro, we should rap. I'm looking around. I'm like, who rapping? Like, where the rappers at? Who? He, what are we doing? He said, nah, bro, we should start a label and we should rap. I'm like, look, I, I'm, talk to me some more about this. So throughout the day, he was just chopping it up with me, talking about it. <clears throat> when I was younger, I did try to sing a little bit, but nah, I don't, I don't do the singing that much no more. If you go on SoundCloud, you could definitely catch me hit the vocals a couple times, but I didn't move away from that. But uh, ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade. Uh, and senior year, I think between tenth and eleventh is when we started our when we started our label. Now I'm like, I think eleventh and twelfth we started our label. Unlucky ENT got the LLC for it and everything. <clears throat> and then uh, every, every everything following that, we just been pushing the music, learning the business side of it, and just continually pushing the music. Uh, got our first performance at a college. Um, Morgan State University actually And they had like an open Poetry night Poetry slam or some shit like that So me and him went in a room just like this Probably like 16 14 people And we rocked that shit And from that moment right there That was my first show My first live performance And I I loved it ever since You feel me Uh, Going through high school Definitely motivated a lot of my Uh like I say a couple of my songs definitely motivated the uh the drive behind a couple of my songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I ain't, I did college for a little bit. I got into community college for a little bit. I took like a class or two, but it just it wasn't my fit, you know what I'm saying? It just wasn't for me. But I definitely, I ain't knocking school. I definitely say go to school because school is definitely like, I ain't going to hold you. Me going to that community college was like, damn, I need to go to a school school. Fuck this. Like, I'm trying to enjoy all the festivities. Like you said, I know y'all just had a homecoming mm-hmm. last week. I'm mad that I missed that. I really wanted to come, but I couldn't. I could not come. But uh, 
as far as like the schooling, once I did my my first semester in community college, I think I was done with it for real. Mm-hmm. No, it can be like that. I know a lot of people just say fuck it after community college. Even I was on that same road. It's like, cause I was fucking up hard. I was doing a little bit better than I was in high school at first, but then I just got caught up with like a like the same circle of friends that wasn't fucking me like all that in high school and everything. But it was mm-hmm. like I just stuck with them because it's like I felt like you know I ain't got I ain't know nobody else, so why not? You know, so it's just like, you know, shit like that really fucks with you, dude. I tell you, it fucks with you, bro. Like, you know, it's like my evolution was just more like, you know, elementary schools. Like, I, I saw the freaking white Catholic school or whatever, <laughs> which is like, you know, it was just still pretty fun and everything. Like, I had some friends we left every now and then, but it's like, you know, there was something a little bit off because they would try to separate some of the black kids and put them in a class by themselves. I was one of them. We want to be able to study and everything with all the kids and everything. They try to separate us literally just to fuck around and just eat pieces of candy. So we would like, like struggle a little bit because like when everybody else is learning we're being separated right and everything that should have been looked into i feel that they should have been sued for that oh, yeah, most, definitely. most definitely but it was like it is what it was and everything you know like it, it was a pretty good time shit started getting a little bit weird for me when i had to go to like middle school like in this area called ballantine plantations oh, no. which already hours yeah, <laughs> so oh, no, you man. already know where this is going man north carolina with it <laughs> But it was it was all right too at first, but then shit just started going like out of whack, you know. Like yeah, I'd have issues with some kids and everything, but it was always like something in the background just going wrong, like mm-hmm. always somebody trying to spread rumors, trying to do this, trying to do that, and everything. And then it was just like you know, I never really understood like why people always had like an issue with me mm-hmm. and everything. Like and I barely know you or anything like that, you know. Right. I'm not even near you. Like how is my name in your mouth? I don't even know who you are. It be haters out here, man. It really do be some haters out here, it, it, and it's crazy because like. The they can switch on you like that, and it could be for anything. And the, I say the worst thing that they could switch on you for is a female, especially if it's a dude that you've been rocking with for a minute to turn on you for a bit of pussy. I'm gonna keep it a stack with y'all. A bit of pussy for real, bro. No, I've been through that like several times, bro. I, I, I can't even imagine how many times I've been through a cycle where it's like, okay, like I'm kind of funny and everything, you know, like, <laughs> like I don't, like I don't think I'm, I'm not fucking Cedric the Entertainer or nothing oh, like that, oh. but I have a charm to me that is like, you know, like I can invoke some form of interest and everybody, I feel like that's just everybody. Everybody has that same mm-hmm. ability. Just say some funny shit and everything. Everybody got their own knack that they, uh, that they fall back on, you feel me? How are you? Yeah, it's just like, and if you're funny and you're just chill, that's just, that's just all I went for and everything. Even if I don't get the girl Chances are she might put me onto her friend. That's what I be shooting. I didn't I had an abundant mindset because bad bitches roll together. That's just how it was. Did I did you not I told you this is my first time? Look at this. Bam, three of them, three honeys. As soon as I walked on this campus, how did the NCCU? Straight honeys. It was two sets of honeys every corner I turned. Like y'all doing y'all thing out here. I ain't gonna hold you. Y'all shitting on St. Ugg and uh What's the other shit show? I ain't gonna hold you. Hell I'm yeah. gonna miss it when I go to Howard. I, I know they got some bad bitches in Howard too. Cause like this is it's Washington DC. Dude, when I go to Washington DC, I don't see no ugly bitches at all. <laughs> Literally, just in the nightlife, I'm like, oh damn, they're everywhere. For real. <laughs> and everything, bro. I can't wait, bro. I can't wait. But it's just I heard the HIV rates, but it's it's crazy down here anyway. <laughs> but who cares? It's it's crazy everywhere. Everybody's Protection. fucking. But it's like, but yeah, it could be really, really crazy though. I tell her like the meme. Just because I like you, I'm not giving up no dick. The fuck? Fuck it. (laughs) No, but on the real though, man, it'd be some crazy shit for real, man. It's just like, but it's like, but back, but even like, even like, like when people switching up, dude, that shit can really go hectic, man, for real. Cause it's like, cause all it takes is just one fake ass friend to just give like, you know, an enemy or somebody that's just hating on you in the background, just a, just some kind of like, 
I don't want to say like in essence, but it's just like you know some kind of like tip off about you or whatever or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's just and then the disrespect starts like very slowly off that, and then you have to really ask yourself, is this something really I want to entertain? Should I give a fuck or not? Because it's like at the same time, it's like what the fuck do I got to do with you? Like I. <laughs> I'm not competing with you. I don't compete with nobody but myself. But it's just like some people just don't understand that and that they have a very child or a very... I want to say, yeah, this is a childishness and an innocence there. Mm-hmm. For me, I've seen a whole lot of shit. Like, you know, like fucking like growing up, it's just I've seen both my parents arrested. Oh, yeah. I like domestic violence, all types of shit. You go to the courtroom. A lot of these kids <laughs> growing up ain't seen nothing like mm-hmm. that. So I just enjoy every moment of peace so I can get it. Laugh with friends, have fun. Okay. You know, just you want to hit up with honey, do whatever you want to do. It's a, whatever. It's just like half this world is bitches. Why are you trying to like start beef over some shit like that? Over one show, that shit don't make no sense. You feel me? And it's like, it's a lot of things in this in this world in this life that niggas can accomplish and get to. And you wanna not only if it's your homie, stop your homie from accomplishing them things because you mad over a bitch, but you wanna go and do that when you supposed to be his man's like. Like I don't understand that That shit don't make no sense to me Especially if it's some time behind that friendship A lot of people don't have no value in friendship no more Their morals and the morality of people Have definitely changed And adjusted to some whole other shit Within the time frame that Niggas been growing up yeah, no, man, no, seriously, on the real, bro, that's how it is, and that's one thing I noticed, that's, this is how I judge friends nowadays at this age, like, I'm 23 going 24, I don't judge friends by basically time or whatever, I judge by intention, what is your intentions, and sometimes you may never know people's intentions over time, people can go hang out with people that they don't even fuck around with you, and which is, like, the weirdest thing, if you don't like somebody, just, just stay away from them, exactly. you don't have to be friendly with them at first, and then, like, be, like, shitting on them, it just, it couldn't be me, it's like, I'm one person, I can't exactly. be 300 people exactly. that's just that's like that's the weirdest too it's like too much yourself multiple jobs for nothing multiple personality disorder bro <laughs> that shit's gonna weigh on you for a while for real. and everything because it's just like you know it's just it's not worth the guilt or you know any of that or the shame from like damn i really stabbed this nigga in the back for a conversation mm-hmm. but it, that's just how life is like especially with this generation bro ain't nobody got no like swag no, no, and nothing no. they think swag is just going to a girl and talking shit about a nigga it's like you had no type of style whatsoever no type of of pull yourself you gotta have your own i call it a niche you gotta have your own niche you feel me like i don't want to get mine out there but i know certain people you (laughs) you heard me yeah i can't give y'all the sauce you know no secret ingredients at all but i know certain people that that literally have just went up not saying this is wrong because it is some ladies you can't do this with but if you know for a fact it ain't on work or if you feel like it's a little out of your out of your, your comfort zone, don't do it. Because I done seen niggas go way too far out their comfort zone, bought some shorties some drinks, and them bitches walked off dick hard, straight out their face. After they got them drinks, straight off. I mean, if it's just common courtesy, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it depends on how much it is, really. I'm not, you don't, you shouldn't spend anything too deep or whatever. But just being courteous, just a little bitches. conversation. Just three bitches. Three bitches. And he bought all, all of them. All of them are shot. It couldn't be me, yeah, it man. Be. <laughs> I mean, it's just like nah. do what you gotta do. It's everything. I feel like was he new in town? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like maybe if you're new in town, you want to just give a good. Mm-mm. He was just. He was just. He was thirsty. Well, it gave them all the drinks anyway. He should be. He should be the one drinking He's, the drink. Exactly. He was thirsty. <laughs> he thought he was about to get something up out of that, and he definitely wasn't. 
we, <laughs> we all been through that space at one time you know it's just a growing up process and everything yeah, we, you know it's just it is what it is you know but at the same time it's just like you know you, as long as you have the confidence to speak or whatever you know don't linger too long whatever you know just give a little good impression just be like hey you know well so and so it's my name is uh, you know blah 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 Word. i'm about this that and the third nothing it's just like just go on it's like that really helped me over the summer like when i was like you know because i because this covid shit kind of had people recluse for a while oh, so yeah. it kind of had to re get your stuff back together and everything so it's just like you know like i was working for dmv promotions and stuff like that or we had to literally sell like freaking makeup products and like you know bar soap that had like freaking uh like uh was it hemp in it yeah a little bit of hemp based soap or whatever okay. so i was i was selling that like you know for 20 dollars a bag shout you know? out to dmv production promotions promotions <laughs> promotion dmv promotions my fault and <laughs> Alexandria. Yeah, dude. And one thing I noticed is just like, you know, I forgot, like, damn, like, I really am charming because I'm like selling all this stuff, these products, all these females, and they're really, really messing with the bill. You know what I'm saying? That's all you got to do. Just like, and that's all you got to do. You just got to be confident in yourself, man. And that's just all it takes to just be confident, you know? Probably. That's just, that's just, you, you can't really, true confidence is just accepting everything that you are and then just kind of rolling with it, you know? That's just right. how it is, you know? So it's just, a, I don't know. I just can't respect somebody that has to talk shit about their friend to get some pussy. Bro, like you're you lame as hell, and your man's is probably better than you already. And whatever you think you got more than him, it's just like that shit is invalid. Because the moment you have to talk shit about another human being to get with another human being, right. you're already beta as hell. But he it's, said you beta as hell. <laughs> but it's just that's just how I see it. No alpha, nigga. <laughs> no alpha. I don't know. It's just, it is what it is. But it's like back on the music thing, you know. Because I know he's been speaking about this stuff. Um, I know it's just like you know we all got our different types of artists that basically just kind of influence our styles and that are your, and that are our favorites. Like what do you, what would you say is the artist that kind of influences your style and that are your favorites and stuff i'm gonna say the, the artist that influences my style is syndicate i ain't gonna hold you oh uh, i don't really i don't really try to we we i don't i don't really try we call it dicky i don't really try to dig eat that much you feel me like i got artists that i like you feel me that definitely do they shit but a lot of my 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 drive and and who i pull from is me for it's all internal if i had to be like uh people that i definitely uh see doing their thing and the way that they grind, I admire the way that they grind because I'm a grinder my damn self. Mm-hmm. I had to say uh, Big L <clears throat> when he was coming up. Big L was my dude. All right. I never heard somebody bring up Big L. On the- Hell yeah, Big L was that nigga. What? I used to listen to Big L all the time on the way to school in high school, bro. It's just like the enemy. I think that was the enemy with Fat Joe. I think mm-hmm. it was like yeah, and it was like some other stuff. I know. It was like put it on. It's like uh, freaking. Yeah, you know, I put my brother onto Ebonics. a lot of stuff. Yeah, the whole lifestyles of the Poor and Dangerous album, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah, bro. And like, what was the one? Like the one that came that was dropped posthumously. Um, the one was um, it's all black and you just see him just yeah. what was that again I forgot cause it's been a brick since I listened to Big L the last time it's been a minute since I, I've been running around I ain't even had no time but I know exactly what you're talking about my son got the glasses on type yeah shit. bro one of the best rappers but I always come back to that freestyle with him and Jay Z bro cause oh, yeah. it's just like bro I think one of my favorite lines is like, like ask, ask my man it's like, no ask Beavis I get nothing but head yeah <laughs> it's just like Yo. it's like yeah <laughs> fucking bitches nice. are Rules. My bitch think I'm lawyer than that bitch is a fool. Ooh, exactly. <laughs> that nigga was nice, bro. That nigga was definitely nice. Uh, I had to say Jay just because of his business ethic. You know what I'm saying? He's a, he's definitely a mogul. He definitely has the mind for it. You feel me? And then <clears throat> it, it it comes that uh 
that that hug connection because he's from he's from Mossy Projects. I'm from Rochdale. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So he's a project baby like me. So you know what I'm saying? That definitely is a, a motivating factor right there. Uh, Dave East. Yeah, East, is East is good. Yeah. Probably one of my my. If I go and I. Uh, if I go to my show with Davey, I got all his shit. Anything that he got out, I got all of it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, Davey, that nigga's just nice. Quanio, shout out my man's Quanio. He definitely doing his thing. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I, don't, I don't even know. I think and if I had to throw like a little spice in there, I'm going to say one more person. I'm going to say two more people. Mm-hmm. Music Soul Child. And the last person I'm going to have to say... <sighs> That's difficult, bro. Mm. I'm gonna have to say Nas, man. Oh yeah, Nas for sure, man. It's just like you know, yeah. And he did it young too with Omidic. He dropped, I think. Well, he dropped that when he was 19, I think. Hell yeah, bro. That's damn good, man. I swear. And he's just still getting better. Like I was just talking about the other day on a different episode of podcast. I forget who I was talking to and everything. We were just talking about King's Disease and how Mm. it's just like, bro, like King's Disease two already dropped, right? Yeah, Yeah, bro. And it's just like it's just like. The first King's Disease was just right. bangers, back to back, back bangers. To back. I'm like, how are you still this good right now? On repeat type shit. That's how yes, I'm no, man. It's definitely worth like freaking if you want to study like how to really, really rap. Like Nas is always that go to person. Jay Z's damn good. Big L, of course, definitely a whole lot of people from New York. You always got to study people from New York because like that's where it all originates at. So y'all pretty much got it down to us, like to a T, mm-hmm. and everything. Where it's just like you know, all these other cities are trying to kind of find their own flavor and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we all know L.A. has its flavor. You know, yeah. back in the '90s they were kind of dominating and everything. Now it's just like, I mean, and then it was the, the South was dominating in the early 2000s and everything. Now I, I'm pretty sure it's mostly Atlanta and everything, especially with the trap beats. Yeah, and man, stuff. Atlanta yeah. is definitely on a on a come up right now. Now, shout out my man Mert, uh, Big Thirty Mert. He definitely doing his thing down there. Uh, it's, it's a lot of artists down there that's that's just bubbling. Just the whole the whole everything behind QC doing their thing. Shout out to everybody at QC. Shout out to everybody over at Boosie's uh, Boosie's label too. They all all the shit in the south is just definitely booming right now. Like I got I got certain niggas who who didn't move from Baltimore they moved to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Just on some music shit. You ask him like, "Yo, how you? Which which you like better?" He was like, "Man, I'm always gonna love home, but I'm gonna say Atlanta." You feel me? And then they'd be like, "Oh, I can't say that." You feel me? Type shit. But it is what it is. You feel me? When you're trying to get to something, and you know where your targeted audience is, there's no reason for you to be in Albuquerque if your targeted audience is over here in New York Mm -hmm. or your targeted audience is in Atlanta. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I feel you and everything. I know, like, with my style, looking back on my style and everything, it's more, like, lyrical based, but with more alternative and everything. So it's not, like, deep. What was it? I ain't got my glass. She got a cake with her? Is that, is that mm-hmm. cake? Cases. Oh. Soda. Okay, so, so I was like, damn, I really need, I need to find my glass. <laughs> I was like, damn, who birthday is it? I was like, oh, yeah, but yeah, no, like, with my style and everything, I like, like, it's like, when I first got into, like, you know, really deeper into rap and everything, I thought, like, before I just thought rap is just, like, this fun thing, like, you know, with the Ludacris, the Fat Joes, and Lean Back and everything, and all the stuff they were doing early 2000s. Mm-hmm. But it's like, when I really got into it, like, I think seventh grade was when I downloaded, like, like uh, the second half of all of Tupac's greatest hits mm-hmm. on my MP3 player since then. 
then it was just like I saw that rap could be more than just that. So I would say Tupac was like the like the key and everything. And I feel like Biggie was like the gatekeeper. It was like, okay, this could be you too and everything. Because like, you know, I was listening to a lot of Biggie and everything. You know, it's just like I feel like I identify with him so much because, you know, I saw I was kind of heavy sitting in middle school too in dark skin. So I'm thinking like, man, for him to like really just stand in front of people and be like so confident in himself and everything. He don't even care what nobody else. Like on the One More Chance remix, like, you know, black and ugly as ever or whatever. I yeah. say Gucci down to the sauce. You made it sound like it was so beautiful and everything. Like, you know, it don't really matter. It's just like, you know, that's why that's the kind of effect it had to me. Like, dang, like I could really just I could just love myself and people would just love me as I am. And that's just kind of how I saw it. So it's like from then I was just hooked with all types of rap and everything. But I feel like, you know, and what influences my style, it's like it's so different because it's like it's all types of stuff. Cause I listen to everything. It since it's heavier with the lyrical and stuff. I would say like there's obviously like some J. Cole like in there and some Kendrick in there too, for sure. Like on those way, it was Flatbush Zombies. I feel like there's like an influence there too. And I didn't even know until like my my brother's girlfriend said something about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, like that song Grave Ship kinda sounds like This Is It by uh Flatbush Zombies. And I didn't even know until I put it on together, like, oh my god. I didn't even mean to bite Flatbush Zombies. I didn't want to make some bite, and I didn't even know. You know, but that's just how that's just what artists do. Like you know, like I feel there's some Schoolboy Q here and there that that influences me to a certain degree, and then like definitely Quentin Miller for sure. Um, um, I would just see like what what my next songs are gonna look. But yeah, it's just it's pretty much something like that. Like you kind of see from what I've put out so far, it's it's mostly just stuff of that nature and everything. But it's always heavy with the lyrical. Like I always use bigger words and stuff like that, like beguiled and everything and stuff of that nature. You know, words that people don't usually use and everything. I try to put in my stuff. You know, I don't know if it's a quip from Tupac or whatever. I know Tupac used a whole lot of big words and stuff like i know yeah uh, what's that joint called the book next to him he had the joint next to him the motherfucking thesaurus Mm. he was prepared with it all times Mm -hmm. yeah for sure man i know eminem obviously does it too but i think i go i think i think like when uh what did what did tupac say on that one song like uh was it changes or was it just no it wasn't changes it was like i ain't mad at you or whatever mm-hmm. he's saying even though my adolescence i refuse to be a convalescent or something like that and it's like oh my convalescent mm-hmm. i ain't never heard those words before in my life but it sounded so great when he like when he pretty much like stated that and that's why i really fuck with like rap and everything of that nature it's such a heavy influence you don't even know you're influencing somebody uh or or, or someone that's influenced you until you actually look back on it so like that's just, that's just it kind of ties us all together but uh enough on uh that it's like how do you feel about the state of hip-hop today and like where it's headed and where like, it's been basically um i feel like <clears throat> so I had lost I'm, this. This the way. That's the best way I can explain that one. Uh, I lost my Instagram a couple months ago. I had like two K on there. Not too much. You feel me? Um, this was at the same time that Young Boy was in jail, and Dirk was doing his commercial shit. I put them. I say them too because predominantly, those are the niggas that's 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 really up 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 for type shit. And Baby, of course, but. Well, young boy has the most streams on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So he locked down. Of course, he got like little shit being put out here and there. But <clears throat> in my eyes, I had to say that the window for music was hella open. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The window for music was hella open. So why not take advantage of that? You know what I'm saying? So that's exactly what uh, that's exactly what I did. And I ain't really try to like. Uh, I ain't really try to like fit them shoes. 
in a sense, you feel me? Uh, I tried to make my own wave, and I feel like the whole state of hip hop is just like it, you got. It's it's kind of difficult if because now I've been meeting new artists, I've been meeting new people, I've been meeting new sounds. So mm. had this been me two tours ago, I've been like, oh, people just sounding the same. Everybody kind of just trying to make a TikTok type type song. You feel me? But after going on these tours, meeting certain individuals, certain special people, I can see that hip hop itself is in a revolutionary stage mm. because it's changing. And granted, sometimes some people don't like change, but change can be necessary. You feel me? And uh, as far as like where we came from in the hip hop, speaking back like Nas, Jay, all that era to now, of course there's gonna be a difference. Now, how we go about pushing our message, you know what I'm saying? How we go about pushing our message as artists in the now, in the present, that is completely up to us and how we do it. Now, you do have some people who's strictly on, oh, I'm gonna pop this perk and I'm gonna smoke this weed and I'm gonna fuck this bitch. Like, it's a lot of that, but and it's really repetitive. But like I said, if that was me two tours ago, now meeting different artists, it's definitely a lot of talent out here. It is a lot of talent. I'm not the type of nigga that is put nobody down and say, oh, yeah, I'm the best to stand the third. Not at all. I give credit where it's due. You know what I'm saying? Anywhere I go, I try to make sure I shout out <clears throat> all, all, at least some of the homies, if not all of the homies. You mm -hmm. feel me? I try to make sure I wear something that's, you feel me, that's my people shit. Like this hard-headed shit. Mm -hmm. Shout out my man Bird and my man Mike all in uh, in Baltimore. They doing their shit with the hard-headed attire. Like, on the music side, I feel like music now, hip-hop now, I'm sorry. Hip-hop now is in a revolutionary stage. And we're going to see who it is that's going to, like, fall off and feather away and who's going to come up, like... One of the new faces here at NCCU, outside of you, my man Jay Reed. Yeah. He doing his thing. Mm -hmm. Definitely one of the new faces that I was proud to meet. So I was honored to meet for real. So mm -hmm. he definitely doing his thing. Yeah, man. It's like it's crazy how many artists you meet on campus and everything. I know that's why I met a TS Karuma, mm -hmm. and through him I met like a uh, Psych Mike, and you know we're kind of like doing this part of this thing called Journey Entertainment. Although we're kind of like chilling right now and everything, but it's like you know, I always try to make it so that they gave me a place because like you know in high school like they my there was some of my peoples that well they they weren't really my peoples and they started our cool group called Samo and everything they were doing everything they didn't let me in the group chats nothing nothing and I was there when they really started came up with the stuff and everything and it's boxed me out you know I guess because people I don't want to say they're just afraid of your potential and everything but it's they don't want to overshadow them and everything everyone in this group chat they encourage everybody to do as much work as they can whether it's graphic design making beats whatever is out there I already got hella beats already I pretty much just sent them alone <laughs> I, like, I, I swear it's just those ads man I swear so they be stacking up and I ain't got no space on my computer. I'm about to really open uh, my Dropbox again. I need to pay money on my account so I can be able to put them all there. But it's like, but yeah, man, it's you just get a, um, get an external hard drive, bro. 
Excellent. Yeah, I got it. I've been oh, got it. But it's I don't I just don't want to like leave it in there to put if I lose this shit. <laughs> it's just, I, I usually just use that external hard drive so I can move it. Yeah. You know, I go to the studio. It's yeah. just it's just transfer to the studio because I hate freaking trying to send them a link to my Google Drive and then I have to unlock the link and I have to do it. Like it's that's too much work. Just here's right. the fast drive, let's do it. Right. That's just what it is. But it's just like, yeah, but it's like this whole group, it's like they 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 really been there for me while I was in dark spaces and everything. They try to support mm-hmm. me. And you know, I try to do what I can, right. like for music as a whole. You know, that's just right. what I can i don't see this thing as something i need to like you know get better than other people or do whatever although i do keep tabs on whoever is doing whatever just so i can keep my shit up as best i can but at the same token it's just me versus me and just giving back to a medium that literally saved my life like so it's just like that's just kind of how i see it so it's just like you know in terms of success wherever it might be however i'm wherever i might be five years from now who knows but it's because of this group they gave me an area to really like express myself and never have i been told that oh you can't be in our group or oh you know if you don't do this by this then you're out no no it's just a bunch of friends just doing that and that's why i fuck with like the those are people it's just like they always already fell out and everything so it didn't even it didn't even matter but it's just stuff like that, you know? And that's just for anybody that's listening, dude. Build a good circle around you. Definitely, because that circle, that circle is going to be important. You know what I'm saying? That circle is going to be the people who, who push you, who motivate you. When you are feeling down, like, I ain't going to hold you. Like, what's today? Today is Friday, right? Yeah. Uh, I say, like, I, this last week been a crazy week for me. But if it wasn't for my homegirl, if it wasn't for my homegirl Z, my look slim, if it wasn't for Party Boy... You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for uh, Key, you know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for them people and Jay, Jazzy Swizzle, shout out to her too. If it wasn't for them people, yo, this week would have been like the most treacherous week for me. Like I would have, my whole my whole thing <clears throat> is never reverting back to the person that I was. You feel me? I'm all about elevation. I'm all about enlightenment. And I'm all about growth. And this week was one of them weeks where it was like, cruddy sin need to come back. Sin Lok need to come back. You feel me? But you can't, if you're trying to get to something, the people... That's around you. You're only you're, you're only gonna be able to motivate each other. So if the people around you not motivating you, then you're gonna be stagnant. You're gonna be hella complacent with what you where you at, and you're gonna start getting mad and upset with yourself. Like why the fuck am I not going further? But you're not looking at the shit around you. You only as good as your environment. Mm-hmm. And I take that. I say take that with a grain of salt because you got niggas like us from the hood. But look where we at now. We sitting in, in somebody a white man's college talking about this shit right here that's really important. Fuck all this other shit. It's a HBCU. Don't, I mean, even, black, don't disrespect I, my fault. HBCU. My fault, a black man's college. See, look, I'm not even used to going around like that. See? It's all right. But we sitting in here and and it's like we 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 trying to motivate each other. And we this the first time, man, you meeting for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that circle that you keep around you, the people that you keep around you. Those are gonna people that lift you up. So you can't have nobody who's a Debbie Downer who's pulling down at your ankles just because you getting somewhere that they either wanna be or they just not really trying to see you there. Because mm-hmm. the people who are against us, sad to say, outside of the other people is our own folks. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's sad. That's really sad, especially if you see a nigga that you've been coming up forever with. Like, y'all, y'all probably never worked together, but you've been seeing him doing his thing, grinding. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And out of the blue, it could be either you, somebody you know, you feel me? And, and that man whole everything is gone now. That lay him down. His whole everything is gone. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? If it's not the police, then it's us. We like, it's that, but it's all part of the system that they put us in. You know what I'm saying? They try to make us kill each other. Mm-hmm. 
So when they do it, they less at fault or they, they don't look as bad because they, they, we doing it to ourselves, you feel me? Yeah, man. Stuff is really crazy out here, I man. I got to take a drink on that. No, no, no. <laughs> take a drink. Take a sip of your champagne. But it's like, man, I can't really stress it, though. It's, you have to really have a good circle around you, man, like a genuine circle. You can't be having people that don't fuck with you around you, man. I swear. Really? I can't sweat it so much. I've lost so many years. I could have been focused on getting this shit blown off a lot more quicker. I should not be dropping music at 23. I should have been dropping shit at 18. Like if, if things were really gone right the way I wanted it to, that's where it should have been. But it's, you know, that's just kind of how it is. Mm-hmm. You know, like either way, I don't regret nothing. You know, it's better know, now than no ever. Regrets. Ain't no regret. Just gotta keep it pushing. Things happen or whatever. You know, if you gotta isolate yourself, then that's probably for the better. I mean, it's just I feel like life just kind of comes for a full circle that way. Like if you truly love something like this, karma, karma yeah. is real. I'm gonna let y'all know now. Karma is real, and life definitely do come back full circle. Definitely full circle. Like, could you imagine, like, being told, like, in high school you were, like, the dumb kid or you were just, like, oh, you're a waste of time or whatever, and then you end up being an honor roll student here and nothing but support and everything? Ain't it really? weird that you'd be, quote-unquote, kicked out of a rap group that wasn't even doing shit? And then it's just, like, <laughs> now you're in a freaking journey entertainment where all the artists have some kind of project out really? and we don't put each other down or whatever. We have arguments. We just distance each other and then come back like it's nothing. And so it's just that it is. It's just, like, I just feel like, you know, that's just that. That's just the beauty of life and everything. You could be at a shitty position right there, but then it's, like, you could be in a whole different position years from now. Who knows where I'm going to be out five years from now? Word. We don't even know. But it's just, like, you know, that's just, that's just kind of how it is. And, like, when it comes to, like, you know, the state of hip-hop, even in my perspective and everything i feel like you know i know you said a whole lot of things about like yeah we're in a transitional period and everything we're a revolutionary type of period which is yeah i can kind of see that too to a certain degree or it's like a whole lot of people aren't really sounding like everybody else's people are starting to like kind of come through as themselves and everything i know at least in the my mixtape ego trip i don't sound like nobody at all like my voice and everything is different and everything but it's just like it's still a work in progress so it's just like just imagine where what i might sound like five years from now what stuff i might speak on and stuff of that nature you know it's just it's just like that and i feel like that's just it's just wonderful man it's just like you know and it's just like it's not even like i'm trying you know it's just it just comes naturally it's just genuine that's you know, you make your best work. When it's genuine and it come naturally, then that's that's those are your masterpieces. Those are the ones that you really gotta, yeah, you feel me? Like you really gotta look after, cause those are the ones that's people gonna really connect to, guide you, because it's it's not just words on a page or words in your phone. Those are coming from the soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's just, it's just. I feel like it's. I feel like I've done a whole lot with it you know so far like, i've gotten a whole lot of views on soundcloud not a whole lot on youtube i wish i had more views on youtube though um amazon music and everything else it's just outlets but i'm not really using it it's mostly just soundcloud because i can actually put it out there and just drop the link and they can just click on it and that's it you know so that's what i've been focusing on you know trying to pretty much promote the soundcloud as best i can i wish people would drop more comments you know like if you hear a drop a couple fire emojis that'd be nice drop my man some fire emojis <laughs> i'm gonna go on after this podcast i'm gonna drop him some fire emojis you heard don't worry about it bro go drop my my man, some fire emojis, the gas tank emoji, all that. <laughs> DM my man, all the single ladies. If you ain't single, still DM them. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. Thanks for that. Thanks for that but it's just like, but yeah, man, it's just like, you know, it's crazy how like, you know, at this stage of my life and everything, like I'm meeting new artists too. Like, you know, I'm meeting you and even Justin Reed. I don't, I don't know. You haven't listened to our episode, have you? I didn't get a chance to know. I didn't get a chance to listen to it. I wanted to, but with everything, just trying to schedule everything. I need a PR. 
That's what I need. Need a PR. I need a PR. You need someone to manage your time, right? That's what I've been thinking. I didn't know there was like a word for shit like that. It's like, damn. Like, yeah, because I really do need to be listening to a lot of this shit too. But it's like, yeah, even with Justin Reed, man, it's just like, you know, like, you know, I had him on just a while ago. I don't know this person from nowhere. We're Mm -hmm. talking like how the world, me and you were just talking right now. It's just like, it's just nothing. Like, if you like music, great. Just, just speak on music and everything, and it's like it's all good. And I wasn't even used to that in high mm-hmm. school. It was just like, you know, oh, what you do rap? So do rap right quick, rap right now. <laughs> it's just like, like, what nigga? I just try, I'm just trying to pull up at lunch, trying to get something. Right, like what? Because exactly. I don't have this stuff like just locked into my head automatically. I just started stuff like a year ago, and I they really they automatically expect you to be like Kendrick and everything. And it's like, it's like, it's like, what's up with you? It don't sound like it. What does what this word mean? I'm just like, Why are you looking at my rap books, looking for shit that's wrong? If you don't like the shit, focus on it something else i always thought that was so weird to try to find something you don't like Mm -hmm. like when it comes to just people music or anything if you don't like something don't listen to it just listen to whatever you want to i just i don't know i just don't have it in me to hate on anything bro that shit is just tired that's just a waste of energy while you're hating on somebody you're not doing shit like it's just it's just that's just kind of somebody niggas usually just be hating on niggas for trying because like at the end of the day all of us are still trying to come up you feel me like how you hate on a nigga like like uh what's his name like uh Rocky said how you hate on a nigga for trying mm. like the fuck that don't even make no sense mm-hmm. like especially they show that they're trying to improve and then they have an action right. like it's like as a, even I was like I used to write a rap book in my rap book all the time I had like several composition folks just filled oh, yeah, the raps too, just yeah cause that's what I would do in my spare time I had no smartphone at the what? time to look right. down on so it's like okay like I'll just write like some stuff right here mm-hmm. I'll write some stuff right here and I'll be looking back at myself like damn I was kinda ill for like some parts <laughs> it's like but I'll be trying to like maybe I need to go back to find some inspiration again cause it'd be all like a while oh yeah you go back you grab Grab them, you grab them motherfucking books. I swear, that'd be like, you be like, damn, I was nice as shit. <laughs> and so you're thinking like, what part of this can I use in my next song? What can I, yeah. That's what I'm at my stage. I, I feel like it's going to be a process for me come December mm-hmm. and everything. Because I'm still trying to get back. Because that's what sucks about depression and anxiety, bro. It's hard to do shit that you yeah. really like to do. Because I love this shit for yeah. real. But it's hard to really get back to doing stuff that you love. Like, I don't even play video games like I used to, man. I f- me neither, bro. I, don't, I haven't played, I haven't touched a video game. Outside of me being on tour and me being like on a bus playing my Switch real quick just to have something to do, I haven't touched like a, a game system in at least the last nine, ten months. I haven't touched it. I got God of War and everything on my PlayStation 4 for Christmas uh, some time ago. I don't know how long ago. And I was still, like, as soon as I got lost doing something, I was just like, okay, yeah, I can't I do it. I'm done. Because, <laughs> like, your life becomes a video game because it's already oh, so much shit to do as it is. Like, exactly. after you beat this shit, what, what does that mean? I could just watch a video and say, oh, that's how it ends. Okay, good. Like, exactly. And it's just like, I just, it's weird how we're at, where stage we're at in life because there's always something you got to do. Like, on my calendar, I always have shit, okay, I got I to gotta go here at this point in time or I got to show right. up at this meeting i gotta write i gotta write like two pages in my rap book right quick which is a chore now it used to be just something i used to do just because i was Bro, bored I'm and everything you. like it's just like just writing a song just it's just like do i even have time to do this shit now bro it got so bad to a point where i used to have them books i used to have them composition composition notebooks i used to have the fucking the notes the pages that you gotta turn like this mm-hmm. you feel me i had a big one i had a small one like on some uh some blues clues, the handy dandy. I had yeah. the handy dandy on me, you feel me? So it got so bad to where I couldn't even carry those things around no more. Cause this is as as the biggest bag you gonna see me with. Mm. This is the biggest bag you gonna see me with. Mm. So I had to start carrying my music phone everywhere. So now I'd write everything in my phone. 
You know what I'm saying? And then that just also puts a strain because it's like, damn, what if I run out of space? What if I need to get some more, you feel me, like space to get shit on here? But like, yo, that shit is definitely a chore. It'd be times where I'm like, damn, what should I do? And you got to like tell yourself you got to write. You got to write something. Yeah, now it's just like, you know, because I swear, I used to be like just doing, because I swear, two pages in a composition book, after a while, even if like you get two, four pages, like after like, you know, 25 days, that's all right. You're already, that's already 100 pages. Like after like uh, 50 days, that's like 200 and everything. And it's just like, I hope I did that math right. Uh, I'm really that's like 100 or 200 pages. But it's like yeah, but yeah, but you ain't got to do it. You ain't got to do it. It's okay. It's, like, it's okay. You ain't got to. Don't don't even remind. I know I know I, I know I'm awesome. But anyway, but it's just like but yeah, but just shit like that, man. It's just like, you know, I forgot the re- I really forgot to really just do shit just to do shit. You know, yeah. just writing in your notebook just a little bit could really help you like really build your vocabulary. Oh, yeah. Maybe build stuff on the fly. So like when you want to even oh, freestyle and everything, it helps mm-hmm. build something and everything. And it's just like I'd forgotten about that for a while because it's just like, you know, it's just finding the love to do this shit over again. Like, you've had to feel like, you know, like maybe I might have fell out of love with this shit. Yeah. And that shit can really get to you. Like, especially if you've really been through a whole lot of shit, you know, the relationships gone, jealousy, niggas hating for no reason reason shit ain't even that deep it's just me writing in a fucking notebook that's like hating on a fucking one somebody wants to be an architect for drawing the house like, oh that ain't no real house like right, nigga exactly. how can you hate on shit that doesn't even exist yet exactly. all this stress all this shit for nothing and it's like you wonder it's like damn can i even stay focused for this shit and then you have to remind yourself like this really pulled you through like a very dark time you have to give back and it's not about making money it's not about getting famous it's not about even fucking a whole lot it's of about bitches things like this it's, a, it's about connection like this it's about connections like what you said to me was on the phone you said damn you know this many people out here and it's the first time you've been on nccu campus yes bro it's about the connections that's what i love like like being on that the the last tour you feel me like i ain't get to see my people at the uh pastor mike wednesdays i ain't get to see none of the homies back here in raleigh i got to see my peoples in baltimore but only to an extent because i was working you feel me so it's like those genuine connections i love that shit. i live for that shit. like i went to work uh wednesday right before we uh passed them like this is the first time i've been back since i went on tour <clears throat> come back uh all day at work I'm, I'm feeling bad i'm feeling horrible dealing with shit at home uh just lost something real important to me over tour you feel me like shit shit was really eating at me so i talked to the gazas i'm speaking to party boy i'm talking to all of them and it's like yo like it's like a, a different nigga walked into the building like that energy those connections just 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 meeting people speaking to people like mm-hmm. it could be me and you could be in there right now and i could be performing you know what i'm saying i could be performing and i'm i'm, I'm right here with you vibing with you and it's only gonna make you do it because you like damn this this nigga all of i fuck it like we about to get lit you feel me so those things i love it's what really drives everything as far as like me being a socialite you know what i'm saying just being able to speak to people you feel mm-hmm. me so that shit right there is what i live for bro that the connections is what's really important not the music not the not not the oh yo what you said right here was hella hard not none of that shit none of that shit is there's nothing like i appreciate it you feel, i really appreciate it i appreciate it but that's not what i'm doing it for 
Yeah, no, for real, man. And it's just like if there's anything great that comes with it, like if you do get some money out of it or if you do freaking uh, get you buy your mom's a house with the money with it, that's just blessings that come with the blessing that God gave come you and journey. stuff like that. That's blessings that come like, with the journey, for real. Like, I feel like I have a whole lot of strength in terms of creativity when it comes to my stuff, you know, even though you, I don't know if you've seen the cover of my uh stuff oh, yet yeah, right you seen the of ego trip you seen the cover it's yeah, like yeah i designed that whole cover it was just fire, it was really just somebody else took the picture but i just designed everything else fire, and bro. basically though so i want something that would kind of pop out so you can kind of get a feeling of how the sounds are going to be and everything of that nature i, I everything my covers and everything i'm the one who designs my own covers Whoa. it's just really just gave me an image and i'll just pretty much do everything else and that's just pretty much what i do the photo shoots for Whoa. and stuff of that's that nature that's how I got uh my men's don't do no covers or nothing like that, but he do tats. Like this is this is my main go to tat guy, you know what I'm saying? Cruddy Inc. in Baltimore. Mm. My man's my man's Craig do crazy work. Like he did this Vegeta piece, crazy. Then he did this like half Vegeta, half Goku face piece. It was fire, bro. Like mm. those those guys, the guys like you, my placement of things are horrible. Guys like you is what I look up to, cause that shit's fire. Those are things that I would be like, yo, bro, you mind if I sit? You know what I'm saying, and, and, and just you know what I'm saying, drop some jewels on me real quick. You know what I'm saying, like don't, the connections, bro. It's genuine connections. You know what I'm saying, yeah. and the type of person that like my man's Double O the Don, my man's uh, Prince Shaw, cuz told me like, yo, bro, I engineer myself. Like, I'm a, I'm 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 an artist through and through, engineering, producing. I'm still trying to get into those avenues. So he like, yo, bro. Come out here. Let me know when you're out here. We can sit. I'll show you some of this shit. Like, I'll show you how to engineer yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm like I told you in the beginning, I'm always for enlightening myself. I'm always for enlightening others. And as far as the genuine people, when you get people that actually want to enlighten you, you know what I'm saying? Show you some shit. Those, that's how you know it is. You know what I'm saying? Because ain't nobody just about to show you nothing for free. You know what I'm saying? What what uh cuz say freestyle I don't free I don't freestyle for free. You know what I'm saying? So why would a nigga show you what he do to get bread for you to do it? You know what I'm saying? Like that don't make no sense. Just to prove something just to you. To it's like something. I ain't gotta prove shit to nobody. That's how you everything is just like that's how it is. It's just I don't feel like some of these people even love this rap shit for real, bro. Because right. it's like it's just for cloud and all that and stuff right. of that nature. I I just be doing this stuff because it's just that's to prove to myself. About, yeah. That's how I feel about promoters that rap. Mm-hmm. That's how you feel about promoters that rap? Usually you just feel like it's all just for clout and stuff like that. I mean, it's music, regardless. Do what you want to do or whatever. But it's like you know, I don't really focus on the status of things. I just want to be able to just build myself and just do the best I can with what I got. You know, like I could have just dropped just a nine track, you know, tape, and I've been like, you know, I, like everybody else, I was just nine tracks. Like, no, nobody knows you yet. And it's like you know, but in my head, it's just something like I gotta do, get to twelve. I gotta do twelve. You know. Or I gotta do this love song, you know. Like I ain't even like a lovey dovey ass nigga, but it's like it's just something to challenge myself. It's just like you know, it's just testing your limits, and that's just you have to deal with everything else in life. Like you gotta test your limits. You can't just you know just take the bare minimum all the time, and everything. You know, it's like you know, I had to step out of town just to do an internship. I'm not used to like stepping out of town, but it's like you know, it's my father. You know, I was staying with my father just for the whole internship, just to get that stuff done. And although I didn't get the finished internship altogether, it's just stepping out of your comfort zone to get the stuff done and everything you know i'm just i'm just really tired i'm dropping so much money for this tape just to get it done and everything Yo, just freaking just like, i have to read re uh re-record some lines because some of the lines sound like i sound tired of shit mm-hmm. i have to bring a coke so i have to so i won't feel tired and shit like i have to take some caffeine mm-hmm. stuff like that you know it's just like trying to get the 
get the timing right trying to get it all all the rhymes you can just kind of put into like one verse and then have to do it again for a different verse come up with a good hook and stuff of that nature or whether you're going to switch up that hook every time or you just want to keep it the same you know it's a it's a process it's a science that i feel like a lot of people that just just sit down and hate on can't really appreciate because they're just so fucking lazy mm -hmm. like it's just like you know you look back and i'm like damn these niggas are really fucking lazy like you you're, you're not doing shit after so much time and everything you're popping all that shit talking all that shit and you ain't got shit to yourself i have an artist page that i'm gonna design a little bit more later i want to add my photo and everything i gotta switch the name too but yeah imagine you drop shit on distro kid you have an artist page like you're mm -hmm. genuinely an artist after mm -hmm. so many people saying oh you you can't rap you can't, you can't do this oh this ain't this you, know, you, won't, you can't never become this you have an artist page i look at that shit i'm like damn yeah. i did it yeah. i did that shit nobody yeah. did it for me nobody had to set it up for me yeah i had to go and get some other dude to like kind of like remaster a lot of my songs and everything mm -hmm. and do all that but at the same time for me to just step out of bounds do what i got to do to get it done that's what it is it's that's all it's about just proving people wrong From the business side to the metadata of the song that shit is something that you can be a to be proud of and that yeah. above just everything I said about as far as like people that uh that I admire and 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 I can see them in their grind, going from that to the metadata of the song, you should be proud of that. So every time you drop a motherfucking song, that right there should be your motivation, cause that shit is not easy, bro. That shit, I mean, like you gotta clickety clack on the computer a little bit, but you gotta be able to promote. You gotta be able to push that shit. You gotta be able to. Fucking put the shit in the correct way and have it show up on the correct page, you feel me? And not have your shit show up on some whole other nigga shit, you feel me? Like, it, And then it's not even just that. You go through DistroKid, then you got to put it up here on Spotify. And if you got United Masters, you got to go over here and do it to that too. Because, I mean, like, why not get both of them bags? Yeah, sure. Why not? Is, is United Masters better? Because I got DistroKid. I'm still kind of pissed off at DistroKid. Because like, I keep telling them to kind of switch the lowercase T in mm -hmm. the middle of my name to an uppercase. Like, come on. I've been, I had to for ask real? for this shit weeks. They still I haven't thought, changed this shit no, yet. No, I'm not going to hold you. You see? No, no. Nah. So that one is lowercase? Yeah, I, no, 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 no. Like, the like see, like when you look me up on Google and everything, the second T that you see right there, yeah. the T for like the T for the W, it's lowercase. So that shit look be looking ghetto as fuck for no reason. And I'm just like, it looks like I did it on purpose. I ain't like, gonna hold you. Yeah. I ain't gonna hold you. When I seen your name with the dollar sign and how the T was and all that shit, I'm like, that's kind of hard. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna hold you. That's kind of hard. <laughs> so, I mean, like, call that divinity or whatever you want to call it. But that yeah. shit was kind of tough. What, what, Toasty, ESV and everything? Yes, yeah, Like in my, in my bio on Instagram and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is how I set it up because I went through so many different rap names and everything. I first I think I was gonna go like, like Tone, MC Tony T, cause my father's name's Tony, and like mm -hmm. you know some people call me Tony, or like you know like T. I, I know it was T Coon at one point because mm -hmm. people like cause like in, in middle school like females used to make fun of my eyes, say like I look like a raccoon and everything. <laughs> you know, it was just, so I try to own the shit. You know, it's just yeah. a way to take back my power, but it's kind of weird calling yourself a coon and everything. Like, that's not <laughs> it's not good, man. For <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> It's not chill, it's not chill. working. It's not good. It's just it's like good, but it's just like but anyway, but it's like bananas. So I think T double E was what I was gonna go with for a while because that's my first name, just T double E yeah. and everything. But then it's just like, you know, um 
But then it's just like, see, like I, I kept because my IG name is Liberian Toast Crunch. So it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, like, yeah. So it's just like, but every time I hop in this one girl's IG live, you know, like she would always refer to me as Toasty, you know, because I was just like a regular. People call me, people call me Lucky when I hop in their lives. Oh, <clears throat> they call you Lucky. They call me Lucky, even though my, my label is Unlucky. Mm-hmm. And my name is Syndicate, and it's called me Sin. They call me Lucky. Like my man Zay, shout out my man Zay. Uh, he definitely doing his thing in the music. He called me Lucky, but I think it's one of them things where when people see it and then they start hearing your name. Yeah. I mean, like that's one of the things where people start getting real close to you because it's something that yeah. they called you. So maybe they can continue. Yeah. They probably continue to call you that. Like Zay been calling me Luck. He been calling me Luck for a minute. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind it. Cause I'm a, I'm a own my label, you feel me? I'm a own it to the day I die, you feel me? So it is what it is. But my name is Sin. You feel me? You gotta always let niggas know. Just gotta let people know. I mean, like, since then I just been going with Toasty for a while. Cause it's like you know, cause some people because it's just like you know, cause it's like you know, just how she said it. You know, it kind of sound endearing. Like you know, yeah, Toasty. Like I got a warm type of vibe. It's like why not? It just fits for me. Like just Toasty and everything. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like so now I can kind of deviate like who are my real friends are yeah. like or who like because if I know you for real, I know I introduce myself as like my real name T and everything. Mm-hmm. Then it's like okay, yeah, you know me. But then there be people that who were like my enemies that say T and I'm just like you can't call me no damn T right, yeah, everything so it's just like it's just the way of just gaining my power like if you if we're friends and everything I fuck with you heavy and I'm like I'm at this stage in my life now where things mm-hmm. I'm really trying to make happen that's like just call me toasty and everything cause then I know it's like you know that's like some like you know code type shit like okay I know like this person isn't yeah. some on some Hayden type shit Word. you know but people call me T it's like you don't even know me and everything <laughs> you sound like I didn't even have a conversation for you You're using my government name and shit like that like I be hating shit like that cause it's I like it's just, it'd be kind of that's why i be trying to use like the toasty title like just just call me toasty and everything because it's just like you know me you've spoken word, to me word. and shit like that that nature so it's like that's just what I, I roll with so it's like so it's like toasty that's the first part and then esv the second part which is like you know just like opp like other people's problems other people's food it's just like it's just other types of stuff but it's like it's esv it's really just sent from like east side villain okay. i always felt like you know i was kind of like you know outcasted for like a while over like stupid shit or people just hating on me for whatever type of reasons like yeah. you know or very narcissistic energies and like if that's what being cool is it's like that's what being like a narcissist and everything then i'm okay i'm a villain man. You know that's you know just how crazy? i see it hold on hold on so, it's, it's also it's also like a it's also a nod to mf doom because it's like you know i fuck with mf doom heavy so it's crazy you said something what did, what did you just say about being cool you said uh what you just said about being cool it's crazy you said that because literally at 4 35 p.m my homegirl was like what does being cool look like for you being cool i mean it's just different it just depends how you see cool what being cool looks like for me is like you know i got this one friend from high school his name was like uh devin jessamy vaughn and everything he was just cool with everybody you know yeah. he, he had a hating bone in his body nothing and he's a scorpio so it's like you know how they can get yeah. and everything but it's just he was just a chill person just a cool person like you know to everybody it didn't matter if like he was popular or not just cool to everybody that's what what i see as cool is to me Cause you can get along with everybody and you still focus on your own stuff like that's like then you cool with me Word. you know uncool is like you know you're the type that just kind of stand in the corner like talk about other people's clothes and you think like you would just buy it it's like bro your mom bought you them shits it's like why are you <laughs> hating all the people why are you, you didn't, and you didn't hating work. at the same time and it was just i just thought i just thought like this is a whole lot of corny shit i see especially on my side of town in charlotte and it's just like you know it's just like so i just kind of feel like okay i'm just like a villain like i'm east side villain it also means all types of things like ethereal sage 
stage visions, um, uh, eat some vagina. It's just, <laughs> it could be all all types of stuff. It could be all types of shit. You know, so it's just like it's just it's like a, it's intangible, just like mm-hmm. music in general. Yeah. You can't really just take one thing with it. Um, but it said that's who I've been. That's what I'm gonna stay on for. Like that's gonna be like my main rap name is Toasty ESV. So it's that just Toasty like, is valid, bro. <laughs> yes. Uh, you saw I came in there. I was like toasty. I was I was with it. I was I had all the energy. I was ready. Yeah, that's cool. That's really a very positive person and oh, everything. Yeah. So it's just like that's just really cool with it and stuff of that nature. But let's just get back on you and stuff. I know we've been speaking about like uh, where'd you get your name of Syndicate from actually? Cause, uh, know. so when I uh when I came up, niggas in the hood. When I lived in uh in Baltimore, niggas called me L, <clears throat> and before that they was calling me Scoop. Uh, syndicate kind of arose because they listened to how when I would come around, they like, "Yo, you always listening to this old shit? Like, what, what is what is going on? You feel me?" And then here I am, like, I I'm I'm, I'm an artist. I got to get acclimated to the times. I'm trying to listen to new stuff. So if anybody know the definition of syndicate, is when two groups, two different groups, mm-hmm. come together for one common purpose. So. Within the shit that I do, I can say that I definitely got the stylistic flavor of the old school feels, you feel me? But I can definitely get you turned and teed up like the new shit. So it kind of just came together. Syndicate, you know what I'm saying? Niggas just called me Sin just on some on some demon shit because I'm always on demon time. Ladies, I'm always on demon time, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking for my future sneaky link right now. So just keep that in mind. But Syndicate is definitely... uh. Because I can bring the old school shit with the new school shit and make everybody get lit. You heard? That's cool, man. No, that's seriously that's just I can relate to that heavy, bro. Because people used to rip on me all the time. I was like, why are you always listen to old stuff all the time? Because mm-hmm. I just I don't know. I'm just drawn by it more. It, it really? became hard to get like into new things and everything. Because it was, it was just hot today and then gone tomorrow type. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like you know, if it was really good, I was deeply into it. Like you know, mm-hmm. like you know, first I was definitely thought Tupac, Biggie, and all the old stuff. Eze, Big mm-hmm. L, obviously. Warren G, one of my favorites from West Coast for sure. I love like listening to Warren G, bro. Cause it was just it was alright. It was just like yeah. When I was coming up, man, I didn't even like. <clears throat> of course, niggas had MP3 players and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But like once uh, I think I got my first touchscreen phone, and I didn't even take the time to go and download no music on that bitch. Cause at that point, I it wasn't really it wasn't. I think this was like. Chief Keith and all them niggas started coming out around this time. So I want to say 2012, maybe 2011, a little bit before that. Um, Everything on my MP3 player was just straight old type shit. Right. It was so hard to get into new shit, bro. Right. And that's why I was like, I couldn't hear, I couldn't hear the bang, bang, all that other shit. I couldn't listen to it. So I had Pandora. And I would listen to Pandora even on Biggie's uh playlist, Big L's yeah, playlist, Jay Z's. You feel me? Like how we have the same childhood? <laughs> I swear, like Pandora, bro. Pandora, Pandora put me on the MF Doom, mm-hmm. more Outkast, KRS One, yeah, KRS One. Um, definitely Big Daddy Kane. Big oh, Daddy yeah. Kane was the one for oh, me. Yeah. You know, he used to teach here at one point. What? I took a picture with Big Daddy Kane. For real? I did. I, I have a picture. I'm gonna show you them shits like as soon as we finish this damn episode, bro. But I literally took a picture with Big Daddy Kane. That's fire. That's it's fire. It's so crazy. Like it's just like, I need to frame like, that he shit. Used to teach here. He used to. Te- oh, and uh, play from Kid and Play's teacher too. Well, I, I I think I knew that. I think I knew that. I. Don't they still live out here in North Carolina? I don't know. My uh, one of my coworkers is like they had they they 
they be seeing them out here and shit. So I don't know. Probably. Some people like to move to North Carolina. Um, yeah. I know. I think uh, the wrestler. Uh, are you are you a wrestling fan? I used to when I was younger, like right. SmackDown right. versus Raw type yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, Edge shit lives in like yeah. Asheboro. Real? Yeah, he just lives there. He just likes it there. Edge used to spare the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, really. And when he said, like, oh, yeah, I live in Ashboro, it's like, what? He just lives there in Ashboro? And he'd be right next door. I live in Charlotte. Like, I'd be thinking, like, niggas just stay in Canada. Like, right, exactly. Thing. It'd be crazy what niggas live at, yo. Like, uh, <clears throat> it's a Baltimore rapper. Uh, shout out my man Chopper. Chop, my man's Chopper. He owns a, uh, he's a producer, engineer. He in Baltimore, too. He worked with my man, uh, he worked with his man's, uh, Izzy. Mm. Izzy is a a big local, a big rapper in Baltimore. You feel me? He this nigga didn't move to Atlanta. That's why I was saying like it's a lot of Atlanta niggas that's that's really doing that. You feel me? Really blowing. You feel me? Because shit is just so active down there. When I was down there, bro, it was like I wasn't getting in the house till like eight in the morning. Mm. So we was out from fucking. We'd be out from eleven, maybe even before that. To like eight, six, seven in the morning, and then had to get up and go right the fuck back out to a new city. You know what I'm saying? Especially while we was on tour. So Atlanta is where it's at. Like, uh, shout out my man, uh, shout out my man True, DJ Stale, uh, DJ Puda, all them niggas down there doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? They, they Atlanta is where it's at. I can't hold you. Shout out the uh, HQ. That's a, a, a after hours spot. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Lokes down there. They doing their motherfucking thing all over. So it's like, it's just crazy. I got to be, I got to performing uh, Futures Futures Club in Atlanta. Oh. Hendrix, shout out to everybody in Hendrix. Like, Hendrix is all, all them, all them nightlife events that niggas really be wanting to go to, but shit closing early in North Carolina or shit just be. On some different type of time and nah, Atlanta, Atlanta just be like twenty four hours, twenty four hour shit, party, ass clapping and shit in the. Club. <laughs> he said ass clapping, all that shit, bro. Ass clapping, titties shaking, bitches sucking. I don't want to get too deep into that one, but they a lot of fatherless childhoods for this <laughs> woman right here. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely be doing their thing though, bro. They definitely be doing their thing. If I had to say, if I had to say, anywhere to end up at, music wise. Atlanta right now. I'm gonna say Atlanta right now is where it's at. Atlanta right now is where it's at. Yeah, Atlanta's going crazy for sure. Like definitely, like they they pretty much innovated the whole trap type base, and it pretty much just took everything by wave, like through Atlanta and everything. So like, you know, shout out to all of them, you know, for sure. I wish like Charlotte. I'm sure Charlotte's kind of getting it together for sure. Like they're definitely sending some. Like I know, like the baby is pretty much opening the floodgates mm-hmm. to let niggas like really, really show their shit and everything. And I think that's just mad, mad cool, you nice. know. Especially, you know, it, you know, but this is just like it's just when it comes to stuff like that it really sucks because i know this whole cam colehart situation happened like forever going like rest in peace cam colehart you know but it's just rest like you know that, but it's like no for dead ass like we really need to come together if we really want to put the city on the map you know that's why I, I can't help but just support whoever artists you know I, i'm gonna just shout out like a, a lot of them like you know uh, tiani's rose for sure definitely out there if you want to check her out and everything and everyone else under the whole like uh, what was that what's that label she's a part of Damn, I don't forgot what label she was a part of. But it's like, you know, shout out to Yanis Rose. 
uh freaking uh shout out i'm trying to figure out like all of them and everything uh, kayla kayla bela i think that's how she goes through and everything it's just like trying to run it down and stuff like that it's just like it's just hella hella charlotte artists and everything uh, uh, uh shout out shout out rad luck for sure and everything i know it's been a minute since i've seen rad but it's just like yeah for sure man it's just like shout out jay storm shout out like everybody on like with his label and stuff of that nature 10 cell phones i know have you heard 10 cell phones i haven't heard 10 cell phones Nah, you gotta put me on. Okay, I'll definitely put on some Charlotte artists for sure. But these see some people that are really gonna be on their way for sure. I want to shout out like Eskimo Gang and everything. I know they're trying to get their stuff together for sure. I need to hit up Aaron for sure and see what what other work he needs me to do for sure. But it's just like yeah, it's just stuff of that nature. We're all just trying to find our footing. I feel like this is like the craziest point in time for us because we really don't know what's gonna be what in a couple exactly. years. How this life is gonna change our lives. What to expect next? We right. really don't know how things are gonna go and that's why them genuine connections are important man because you really don't know them genuine connections is what's gonna help you stand out because i can meet <clears throat> 300 people a night but if it's one person that that actually stood out to me like i remember uh there was this young this young lady you know what i'm saying she uh she was in richmond she was in a wheelchair uh uh shout out mia money she doing her thing out in richmond she uh she was in a wheelchair and Shorty had bars, like, and Shorty, Shorty was really about what she was talking about, you feel me? So Shorty was really doing her thing. Uh, it's, it's, it's just it's so many artists that's coming up that by the time things, like, say, like, five years from now, by the time five years roll around, you really can't even be on no, oh, this person, I already know they going to be on the same shit. Nah, because... Like like you were saying earlier, it's about the circle that you keep around you, about your circle. So if your circle is nothing but positivity, motivation, you're you're only gonna elevate from there, you feel me? So that's 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 one definitely one of the people who I can uh who I can say like definitely is doing their thing and uh and it ain't it ain't no uh it ain't no way where I can get further in this career and forget about me or money. Or I can get further in this career and forget about my man Toasty. Because it's about them fucking genuine connections. You know yeah, what I'm saying? For real. Oh, for damn sure. For real, man. It's like, I also got a friend from New York and everything. His name is Noise. His rap name, N-O-I-Z. And he just messaged me on Snapchat a while ago. And I just dropped the logo of what my clothing line is going to be. Mm-hmm. And everything. Like, dude, it's just like, in the first thing, like, no one even hates on it. Or no one even ignores it. So I'll be like, dope. That's dope and everything. Like, yeah, they always send me like a... I sure, I'm gonna see if I can buy one and everything. You know, I can't wait to add the shop on, on my IG, cause then it'll be like I got a podcast, I got a mixtape, and I got a clothing line. It's like I'm straight shitting on niggas from yeah, high school. Yeah, cause what the sure fuck is. are you doing, my nigga? Exactly. And it's just, it's just, it's just stuff like that, man. It's just like you always got to keep a positive mindset and also keep an abundant mindset. You know, you don't want to be scarce and everything, trying to get in nobody's way. That's just not me and everything. I know it's just like you know, if anybody, if any of us like blows up and everything, you know, for sure, I'm definitely think about you know you, Justin Reed, um, Ziggy, like Noise and everything, T.S. Karuma and everything. You know, crazy thing, he has a whole home studio and everything. I had friends in high school who wouldn't even take me to the studio. This nigga just say, hey, come whenever you want whatever you want to just you know 
uh, record some shit and everything. We can get that shit done and everything. I haven't recorded anything yet, but just knowing mm-hmm. that it's just like niggas got your back and everything. Yeah, exactly. We're both Liberian too and everything. What's crazy is he's his his family's from like the Gyo tribe, mm-hmm. and my family's from the Mono tribe. We're also like like sister tribes and everything. Kind of kind of like if you're an anime family. You know, ever watch Naruto and everything? Yeah, like Senju and like Uzumaki type stuff. How they're just kind of mm-hmm. like close like that. They're just related. You know, mm-hmm. so that's basically well how we're like that's and fine. everything. So it's just like you know, it's just like so it's just we're just real close like that and everything and it's just like you know it's just you know you really look back at your life and like dang i really made it to this point and everything you know yeah, who yeah. knows what's gonna happen next five especially years and everything if you, especially if you had to uh you had to go through some shit you feel me that's it's it's a yeah, blessing because it's, it's it's a blessing man like i told you like the, this week was a trying week you feel me it was definitely one of them weeks where Sin wasn't about to be too enlightening to nobody, but <clears throat> just being able to have that circle around you and uh, them pushing you, you feel me? You being able to uh, know that the love is there, even if you feel like it ain't, you know what I'm saying? So it is definitely one of them type of vibes. Yeah, man, for sure, man. Uh, trying times, man. I don't even know overlap, dude. I had to deal with a medical condition since I was 18, bro, mm-hmm. and I don't even know what the cure is for it and everything. I'm still I'm trying to get some herbs from my native Liberia to see if it can change anything up. But this stuff has robbed me a whole lot of my HBCU experience mm-hmm. and everything, and this shit is not fun. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy and everything, but it's just like, you know, I've been going to spiritual guys. I've been going to whole types of folk, and they say, hey, you're going to get past this problem. Everything's going to be just fine. You will be successful, you know, but it's just like it's just a matter of just, you know, just pour yourself into your um into what you gotta pour yourself into and then like it'll pretty much show over time, you know. So it's just like just common sense type stuff, you know, basically. Um I know a lot of my spiritual guys just say like, Yeah, you're gonna make a whole lot of like, you know, good friends and everything, but at the same time, you know, you gotta watch out because there's still one person out there that might want to take it all from you. Right. Which I definitely gotta watch out. Like, I know one of them say like, Wow, you got a whole lot of jealous people out there, which I knew. <laughs> like I know. I ain't got shit to be jealous of. I ain't got no Ferrari, no big old house or nothing, bro. I'm just trying to get by, dude. These people out here, man, they hate on you for anything. Like, one one thing, the last time somebody was really on some hate and shit when they came to me, <clears throat> this was on my C day. This was on my born. I wake up. I'm about to, it's, it's a Wednesday, so I'm going to uh, pass the mic that night, you feel me? This particular individual uh, was a little upset because I, I'm very active on my Instagram, so... If you go to any of the people that I follow, you feel me, you're going to see me in some of their pictures and their comments, no matter who it is. You know what I'm saying? Cause you're dropping positivity, man. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So this particular person who I was uh, commenting on their pictures uh, was somebody who was a little butthurt about it. That was their baby moms for real. Hmm. But it was told to me. You feel me? That they was talking to somebody else who was one of my homegirls. You feel me? So it was like, that's weird. I mean, it's re- not that real. I mean, soul connections that run deep. Like, you know, yeah. it's like, it's just like, you had a baby mama, you want somebody just pushing up on them. Right. Like, you know like, what I'm that's saying? why it's so like, when I was like, yeah. when I was like, yeah, that's, uh, that's my homegirls, that, that my homegirl would talk to cuz or whatever. So I'm like, why are you sitting here hitting me up on my CD talking about some? Oh yeah, I know she fire because I commented fire emojis. Why are you sitting here saying, oh yeah, uh, yeah, I, 
uh, she, she bad, ain't she? Like, like, and I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, she bad, bro. Like, what are you trying to get to? He like, yeah, well, you, why you underneath my my girl con, my girl pictures or whatever? I'm like, don't chill. When niggas do that, you know, I, yeah, there was an altercation that happened with me and this other, or not even an altercation, it was like a situation. It was like this one girl was like, we used to be cool. I don't know why we ain't cool no more. It was like she said like some dude like kept bothering her. It was like it was like some dude like they used to date or something like that. I think, and like he he was like they were trying to like both hit me up talking and everything. Thing and it's just like you know, and I was just trying to keep the peace. I was just trying to tell a girl like, hey, don't be trying to call the police on dude and everything. Mm. If he's feeling some type of way, just distance yourself from him. If y'all ain't together, it is what it is. And I had to tell dude like, just share like, just like, hey man, it's just like whatever it is, this girl, just let it go, you know, really? just let her go, and because like, she's gonna live her life, she's gonna do whatever she wants to do, no way. Really? And then he got on me and said like, oh yeah, but you're, you're the one the guy saying like, oh wow, like she she looks so great, and, and I'm like, I don't be doing that. I just be hyping up my friends. Like what well, am I? Mean, is, why is that bad? These niggas, these, these, these ladies are on Instagram to be social. So do not get hurt when they are being social on Instagram or people are being social with them. You feel me? That's the point of social media. So cuz hit me talking about, yeah, you and my girl. Do, 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 do. I'm like, bro, check this out. I don't want your bitch. I don't want her. I'm a very uh, social person. So of course I'm going to be on her pictures. You feel what I'm saying? So cuz unfollowed me. And I'm like, yo, this this ain't really about nothing for real. So you can go ahead and follow me back and we can squash this. He like, I ain't worried about squashing nothing. I ain't scared of no nigga because followed me back. And then the same night tried to dap me up inside the spot. So all that to be said, man, do not be no hating ass nigga. Do not get mad over no bitches. Make sure you go tune into my man Toasty's fucking joint because it's definitely jumping. Right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he said, mm-hmm. for <laughs> sure, for sure. Check my man out for real. Yeah, no, but no dead ass though. Like, really look into your actions before you roll, cause like we all we all make mistakes with it. Like sometimes you have to really think the long game when it comes. Like, is this nigga worth antagonizing for? Right. Some niggas be really mm-hmm. having like good vibes and everything, and would really look out for you, and y'all would really like fuck up a whole really? connection over that shit just for all some dumb shit and everything. And it's like, it's okay. Like it's good to be competitive, but don't be fucking. Don't be that nigga, bro. Don't, don't be that your person ass now. Don't be that. Don't take that person personality drunk. right for real don't 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 do that because it's like you only making shit to make the situation worse for you because at the end of the day you mad because i'm under this bitch picture but you're talking to this bitch now this bitch that you're talking to talk to your baby mother and hear how you mad because a nigga another nigga under her picture you done lost both of your bitches then you done fucked up you yeah. could have stayed quiet and niggas have never known can't be goofy out here, man. Can't be goofy out here, man. Can't be goofy out here. But back on the whole topic of things that just where we see ourselves. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? Man, I see myself. I see myself. I see myself doing a, a fucking sold out show at the Royal Farms Arena in Baltimore. I see myself on tour with some real genuine motherfuckers, niggas who who not who not greedy. Niggas who who want their own niggas to come up, you feel me? Elevate, get higher. Mm-hmm. I see myself uh, just making even more connections, more beautiful music, and hopefully, I see I see myself with no babies. I don't want no kids, no children. Uh uh-uh. uh, you feel me? But in five years, I see myself doing a lot more for the community as far as hip hop itself than what I'm doing right now, cause that's 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 what's really important. The community itself is really important. 
keeping that uh keeping that energy up within the community is important. For real, for real, man. Five years from now, dude, I have a whole vision board, man, and everything. And I can, just so I can be able to see it every day and everything, for sure. Like, I like to start a family, like, for sure, and everything. Like, maybe somewhere down the line, five, seven, six years down the line, you know, Give who me knows? about ten. Give me ten years. I, got, <laughs> I could pop my first my first one out. Yeah, but who who who, who knows, you know. It's just, you always got to make sure you're established beforehand and everything. But I definitely want to be want to be able to definitely drop meet my goal dropping at least maybe somewhere between uh 250 to 300 songs maybe. Who knows? Who knows how this productive thing might work. I know like that's my main goal. If I can after 300 songs, I can pretty much I don't want to say call it quiz, but I can pretty much like slow down and be like, you know, be on some like okay, I could be on jump on feature type stuff. Sorry. But it's like definitely on my way past that. I want to drop a whole lot of projects. I definitely got a whole large fan base and stuff built somehow, some way. Like if I get my stuff out there, definitely uh, I could see myself like you know um, uh, performing at PNC Arena or uh, Charlotte Metro Credit Union Arena because that's all in Charlotte and everything. That's where I first saw Russ, and Russ is one of the, my main inspirations now for sure because man just works hard, oh, yeah. dropping a song every week Damn. and everything, and actually has a fandom looking up for shit like that and he didn't even get like he didn't even start blowing up to after his 10th 12th 11th album and stuff like that yeah that that's like that's one of my main people that it's just like i need to start i need to get like him i need to get his ethic that for man sure Grun is definitely on my fault. that man grind is definitely on point that man russ is he he been on point even when uh i know he was coming around for mad interviews and niggas was just coming to him about certain little shit but he like bro i'm not worried about none of that shit you feel Man, me he's like he's a rapper he's, he's supposed rapper. to be fucking arrogant that's one of my main issues i got the humble shit down but mm -hmm. it's like at the same time it's like i don't throw my weight around and be like you know fuck. i don't even think like uh russ is like that either right but at the same time it's like you got to stand your ground when it comes to this shit like dude i am the shit like, right you're, not, exactly. you're looking at the shit right you, now you only as true as what you believe so if you feel like that you really ain't it, then maybe this ain't the shit for you. But if you really believe what you standing on and what you got behind you, then ain't nobody going to see, no, oh, you got a little record label? No, ain't no little shit. It's, this is my record label. You feel me? Mm. This I'm an artist. You feel me? So people are going to start to come to you as that. They're not going to try to downplay you or feel like, oh... He ain't really all that for real, so I'm going to go ahead and talk to him any type of way. No, nah, I'm a professional. You feel me? Yeah, so don't man. do and treat me like I'm not. Yeah. Treat me as such. Definitely, man. Definitely, man. It's just like you put, we put hella work in for a lot of this shit, y'all. Mm -hmm. It's just like, so it's like it's easy for y'all to just get on YouTube and drop your little comments. Like, oh, you know, he, he thinks he's so, why you think? It's just like, it's just showing your own fear and ignorance, man. Exactly. And it's just like, dude, like, I don't care. Like, everybody has flaws and everything, you know. And it's just like, you can't just look at everybody and, like, see something that you know that you admire them for and mm -hmm. then try to shit on them to make yourself feel good. If you ain't a social person, like hang out with the hella social people. Next thing you know, you're that social you're person. Social you want to get exactly. you, you want to get money in the bank and everything. You kind of poor. Like hang out with a couple richer people. Next thing you know, you're that new rich person on the block right exactly. there. Next thing you know, you're the nigga that's getting money. Exactly. And hang out with people that that have very strong worth ethic and everything. Next thing you know, you're getting a hundred things done in a week. You're doing exactly. more shit in a day than most people. And next thing you know, then it's that you don't go to bed thinking, damn, I really didn't do shit today. It's just exactly. like no, and that's what I'm saying. Like, what else could I have done? That's that's the new question. It's not, I ain't do nothing today. It's what else could I have done? You know what I'm saying? Then you like, shit, I just, I get at it tomorrow. Yeah. And then you get your whole new list of shit. Like, 
Niggas, niggas really don't be having that drive, having that ambition to do it. And then they allow motherfuckers to talk to them <clears throat> any type of way and knock them off their pivot. And then they be looking at themselves like, damn, like, I really ain't. No, it ain't you. You feel me? Like, if you really want this, you can't allow outside shit, external shit to really affect you, bro. Because I can't tell you how many times I didn't heard, oh, Nah, this ain't this ain't gonna work out. Or nah, oh, uh, nah, we're good on this. Or we actually reached the stat in the third. Like nah, it's it's gonna be me there every day. I will be at that same door every day. And if that door don't work, I'm gonna go to the next one. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna keep knocking. As long as you keep knocking, they ain't gonna have no choice but the answer. So that's 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 what I like. I like that. I'm gonna put that on the shirt. If you keep knocking, they have no choice but the answer. Yeah. Yeah, even like the only time I entertain scarcity mindset, bro, is like when you feel like you haven't done enough within a wow. day. Cause it's like, bro, it's just like you, you gotta that's the only time you'd be uncomfortable is like, no, did I do enough today? Did mm -hmm. I apply myself today? Did mm -hmm. I take it to the max today? And that's the mindset I'm gonna like pretty much adopt for the next like couple years for certain, man. It's just I know I got a bit of a medical condition, still drop the project anyway, still doing a podcast anyway, right. still trying to start this clothing line anyway. Right. And it's just like it's just like still had assignments I gotta do anyway. <laughs> still right. trying to see if I can pass and graduate for the semester any fucking way. Right. It's just like and it's just like that's just kind of how that's just the kind of mindset you gotta adopt, man. It's how just you, like really if you want to be successful. And it's not easy at all. It is not like me and this man sitting here saying that that shit is not easy at all. Like niggas, niggas really be going through shit to where as though niggas could be in a real fucked up situation. Like, but niggas are still putting they. They, they pressure behind it, they ten toes down behind it and doing what they got to do. Like, it, it's it's a lot of things, niggas, that <clears throat> I'm sure it's a lot of things that you feel like you went out of your comfort zone with in order to accomplish because you felt as though it was going to be beneficial and it was necessary, right or wrong? I mean, yeah, man. I mean, I have to. So I had to leave campus for two whole months. So keep in mm -hmm. mind, I still have financial aid covering the damn room in George Street I was staying in. But I said, like, no, I'm not coming back until I get this tape done. Most of my classes online anyway. Right. So I might as well just stay home, get do my assignments as I should, and at the same damn time, I gotta get this tape done and I exactly. did it. And it's just like, you gotta do what you, uh, you set out to do, no matter exactly. what. No matter what, you gotta do what you gotta set out to do. And it's like, mm -hmm. gotta think about like, this could be something that I could look back on as like, wow, it all started from here. And all shit. I did was take that first step. You had to take that first step. But you got to crawl. You got to stand up. You got to walk next. And yeah. somewhere down the line, you'll be running a marathon of the Olympics. For real. It yeah. all starts with the first step. For real. I'm the type of person that's real big on divinity. So I let the universe just kind of guide me with things. And I was the type of person where back in the day, I was like, nah, that's just a coincidence. But nah, these shits be happening on, on purpose. Like the other day. I opened up a piece of mail for my grandmother. I ain't seen my grandmother in, in a couple months for real. She lives in Bowie. Mm. She sent me this letter for my C-Day. Mind you, it's November 12th at this point. Mm. My C-Day was October 13th. It's a whole month. This letter was a, a it was it was a, a envelope. Because I, I just realized one of my one of my close friends like back in Charlotte, her name is Halo and everything. Her birthday is October thirteenth too. Y'all right. like, got the same type of vibe, right? Yeah. <laughs> the Libras, man. That's all it is. Yeah, you should follow her too. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh Halo, I'm a, I'm gonna follow you. You know what I'm saying? I got you. <laughs> uh but she she likes pussy, by the way. Just wanna let you know. She oh, loves shit. me. Okay, okay. She could maybe you could change her mind. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But look, uh still mad cool though. 
Shout out to Halo, man. Shout out to Halo. We um she sent me this letter and I don't I don't think it's going it's going to come up, but it was it was extremely motivational. And it was one of those things where you wouldn't have you wouldn't have really connected with it if you hadn't gone through the things that kind of reached up to you getting to that letter. And it was one of those things where it said, uh, don't basically don't allow the misfortunes or don't allow people to really bring you down when you are trying to basically when you're trying to step. I'm a, I'm a nigga fire the shit out this quote. Um, <laughs> so basically just don't don't do that. You know what I'm saying? And it was crazy that that letter or that uh, that card came at that exact moment. And then following that. Are you familiar with Lil Bibby? I heard a Lil Bibby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lil Herb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. G Herbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a song, and the intro to the song, the lady is singing. I had just finished listening to Davies, smoking a blunt, opened up this fucking envelope, read that quote, and the first thing I heard when I paid attention to the shit that was going on, like on my speaker, don't worry, I'm determined. Divinity, bro. Divinity. You cannot allow these things to slide past you. That shit is important. That is telling you that yes, that is Allah, God, whoever you listen, whoever you believe in, that is them telling you yes. Do not stop. Shit may be looking slim, shit may be looking dark, but you are where you're supposed to be at right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So always, always look out for them signs, man. Always look out for themselves. And there's always something in the universe. I don't know what about it. I don't really know and everything. But just as I said about everything coming full circle, bro, it's mm -hmm. just like you never expect to. You be thinking like at one stage you're like, like you know, dang, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not ill enough. Maybe mm -hmm. them doubts still flood your mind. And then it's like you have people that have no sense of just of any narcissistic or whatever issues about them and secure about them. So they hear they're like, wow, this shit's hard. Okay. Oh, wow, this shit's all right. This is damn good and everything. And it's just like, wow. I I really am like you know I was like it's just I see why they were, were trying to pester at you and everything, you know because I feel like uh, when it comes to like the work I've done and the people that stated that you know oh you can't do this you can't do that you know I've done way more work than all of them, right. I I can see that now that I've done probably more work than a lot of them for sure and it's just like it's just you know I'm gonna just let the work speak for itself just like with Tyler Creator and DJ Khaled DJ Khaled had all sorts of features trying to get his like stuff out there with Igor or or call me if you get lost it sat on number one anyway and it's just tyler and everything with a couple features here and there but it's just like you know you just gotta let just let your work speak for itself exactly. man and that's just how i say it. you know I, it's crazy that you bring up like the universe too i don't know you you believe in like spiritual guys like like uh tarot card readers and shit like that yeah. Hell yeah. everyone to a tarot card reader Hell yeah. probably says some like they probably says like some shit that was like yeah like i could see that like yeah mm -hmm. something my, like that um, like, yeah my uh my homegirls actually uh my homegirl z she uh she uh she does readings you know what i'm saying mm. she does readings uh who else i got oh my my uh my, my homie ross she does readings as well she's a uh, spiritual guy herself she uh she she said not too long ago that she wanted to do a reading on me you know what i'm saying so i'm actually looking forward to that i'm definitely looking forward to that because a lot of a lot of the things that go on in this universe man will go on and <clears throat> just with people 
a lot of the people say vibe, but it's really the energy that people give off. Like, if you give off some bullshit energy, if somebody can feel that, if, especially if they're an empath, you feel me, mm. they're going to feel that, you know what I'm saying? They're going to know exactly what it is that you coming for. They're going to know exactly what it is that you're trying to do. Like, your energy is just going to be hella off, you know what I'm saying? Like, I try to make sure everywhere I go, I don't even, even got to try. Like, it's just me, you feel me? Like, my energy is always up. Like, my homegirl... My homegirl asked me, she said that you wanted to just chill tonight, like you ain't want to party. That's surprising. I'm like, yeah, but tonight isn't like me working type night. Like when I'm out and I'm partying, I'm networking. Mm -hmm. That's how I tee up. I love networking. I love talking to new people. Mm -hmm. Tonight, if I was to find something, if Justin Reed hit me back <laughs> and I find something, niggas is just going to chill. Like, I'm not going to be up in nobody's face and all that. I'm going to chill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I need to hit up Justin for sure. Because I was out there when he was, like, doing this performance at Homecoming. Mm -hmm. I was, like, recording. Because, like, you know, if I'm, if I'm your homeboy, I'm going to record. Like, oh, oh yeah, I was like, yeah, for, for sure, man, because he had a very good energy to him and everything. It was very yeah. good. Like, it's just like kind of how we're talking now. It's like, I swear, like, I've just met you people, and I don't get Whoa. no negative vibes at all. At all. And it's just like, I hope I get the same energy off, too. Oh, yeah, most like, definitely, you know, man. For sure, it's this is like, the man. first time I'm meeting you. This is the first time I'm being in a school building, and I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here more comfortable. I think I look back, like, once. I'm sitting here more comfortable than anything. You feel me? Like, it's it's... It's it's amazing the, the 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 people that you meet on this journey. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like because of uh, the things that niggas is trying to get into, or just because of just the conversation. You know what I'm saying? It can really definitely be like a, a building block to something greater. You know what I'm saying? And that shit is beautiful to me, especially to see our people come together and build something and not be on no destructive type shit. Mind you, I come from a city where these niggas damn near destroyed the whole west side of the city when uh when cuz when cuz got killed by the police. Was it George me? Floyd or was George, it somebody else? Yeah. I think it was George Floyd. I think it might have been George Floyd. Cause there's so many people now. It's, it's so many now. Up. Like I apologize. I don't want to sound insensitive, but no, no, it's okay. But it's, it's like literally, like I was out there. I don't know if you seen my videos, like on uh, IG and everything. I posted mm -hmm. some videos, like where I was out protesting for George Floyd, Word. and they hit us with tear gas and everything. It's crazy, Word. dude. That was the worst shit I ever felt, bro. Tear gas. I'm yeah. like, God. First, I'm like, okay, okay, just <clears throat> okay. My my, it's just a little light call. And the next thing you know, you just can't. You're gasping for air. You can't fall. And it's just oh, like, yeah. bro. Like I thought I was dying for like cardiac arrest or some shit he's a cardiac arrest <laughs> cause I'm like okay yeah I'm definitely gonna die <laughs> cause, it's like, cause it's like damn like it's just I hated my runs growing up so it's like I know I can't breathe with this shit hell yeah it's just like but yeah man it's just it's some it's some shit bro it's like but but back on the whole spiritual thing like with my experience is always spiritual guys I went to the tarot card readers and I always go to like I went to like two others and everything mm -hmm. just to see if like they're on some bullshit to see if it was consistent mm -hmm. all the spiritual guys I've gone to Mm -hmm. And I don't even have to ask them sometimes. They say, like, I'm going to live up to 80 to 90 years old mm. every time. And that could kind of make sense because my, my great-grandmother is still alive to this oh, day. Shit. Like, in her 90s right now, still working. You Shout know? out to great-grandma. Still working? Shout out to great-grandma. Hell yeah, in Liberia. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> you got to work. <laughs> like, nigga, it's a, that's Ebola. That's dang freaking two civil wars. You, and you. she's just there like, well, I need to work. Like, <laughs> 
I gotta get and to like, that. And Liberia is crazy. Yeah, back in Liberia, freaking cannibals, man. People will snatch your kids up. People go into the bush. You never see them again, oh, bro. It's it's very hectic. So it's like, to she survived all that. She's just like there, just working. It really is like, okay, I can see that. You know, like, I can, that we have long lives. Uh, we live very long lives for sure. It's like, you know, my tarot readers, I had a list of females for this one dude mm-hmm. I was asking about, just to kind of see, just to kind of test them out. And everything was like, oh, this girl is like, yeah, what about this girl? It's like, oh, yeah, she's kind of depressed. I'm like, okay, but we're all depressed sometimes. This is a depressing generation, right? Oh, this girl, oh, she ain't had a whole lot of confidence in herself. It's like, oh, damn, she wasn't confident. But we're all kind of unconfident. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, what about this girl? It's like, this girl was hella childish. I'm like, what the? No, no we're all kind of childish sometimes. <laughs> it's just like, you know, I even this is one girl wasn't even on the list. I was like, okay, what about this girl? Yeah, this girl put you through a whole lot of mental abuse. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. They be knowing, man. They be knowing, man. <laughs> when I tell you, I'm like, oh my fucking God. Can I be going to these spiritual from my medical condition? It's like, yeah, you're going to get over it. Every time it's like, you're going to get over it. And it's going to get past it. And I'm like, damn. It's just like, wow. Like, maybe I just shouldn't worry about it. But it's just like, I be asking questions like, you know, am I going to be a leader in like the Liberian community mm-hmm. and everything? Will I help elevate my people? Stuff like that. Will I be able to start a family? How's that lo- looking like and everything? Shit ain't going to be, ain't going to be crazy. Like, like people chucking glass and shit <laughs> or something or whatever. It's like, no, nah, everything's good. Family's good. Things of that nature's good. And I always ask about my brother too. Cause I always be worried about my brother's safety and everything. Cause it's just, like, that's why I be on some, I don't be on some aggressive shit and everything. Cause like you step on the wrong toes and shit like that they really be we all seen boys in the hood mm-hmm. and fucking like any other hood movie to know how them shits be pulling out like mm-hmm. man society they, niggas will pull a gun just for if you embarrass them just one time bro and I just don't want my brother to get caught up in that in the strap metal and everything mm-hmm. so it's, I always worry about his safety and shit like that right. so okay. it's just like but yeah it was just saying all a lot of shit and I'm just like damn like these niggas are really like how do you know about all this shit it's like it's just it's what I do and I'm like damn bro they always say I'm gonna have like multiple girls and one song I think it's like <laughs> but it's just like yeah just shit like that but yeah it's like it was always your experiences with like like spirit or tarot uh, readings and the everything tarot readings yeah. Um, <clears throat> I smoke a lot of weed, so <laughs> I'm gonna just say that now. I smoke a lot of weed, so it's gonna give, give me a minute. Uh, I had to say the first the first time I got a reading, I was kind of nervous for real, but uh, it was more so about my journey that I'm on now. Uh, they said that I was gonna run into a hard patch, which I did. I think when I me looking back on it now, I think this might be the Cause I told you this week was a trying week, so mm-hmm. this might be the hard patch that she was talking about. But uh, it was a uh, uh, the last. Actually, I need to go get another one, man. It's been a couple months, but mm-hmm. since I came back from tour. But the last one, I think, uh, I had the uh, like twelve of the uh, the little sticks that come out the ground. I don't know what they called, but I had like twelve of them. The card with twelve of them on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the night. It's something else. I can't remember that one. Seven got death one time, and I was like, damn. <laughs> I was like, damn. But they was like, you can't always look at the death card as a negative card. You know what I'm saying? It could be a new beginning, too. A new beginning, yeah. exactly. 
But it's like, yeah, but there's just none in particular, no questions you ask. So it's just like, it was just like, you know, just cars and everything, just general type shit, basically. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I had to get another one. I don't even. Yeah, I know, I know, it could be, I know, it could be, that's why I be riding them shits down. <laughs> it's just like, cause I don't want to forget about this shit. Yeah, just start every time you go, just write the shit down, or actually just do what I'm doing and just record. Next time I do a reading, I'm gonna record the whole set. That's what I really should have did, cause I had hella questions, but it's been like since like February. No, no, it was like in the last season, like in summer, like I went to a, one in a DC and everything, mm-hmm. and it's like you know, like you know, even like back in the one of February, like she's like, wow, you, you kind of been through a lot of mental abuse that so you had to deal with, and I'm like, hell yeah, man, I had to deal with the whole lot of shit and stuff of that nature. So it's just like the more I, I don't say the more I go to them. I I don't know if it's generalized type shit because like it's not like they all got on the phone. It's like okay, this nigga T's coming up here. Just just so just so here's some notes. Just so the to repeat it. But it's like no, it's just straight from there, from the energies and shit like that nature. So it's just like you know, I I thought the whole spiritual thing like Terry Carrie was bullshit at first until they really really made think of that it wasn't bullshit. So it's just like you know, so it's just it's just stuff of that nature. And it's just like, but it, it's just, you know, I don't want to linger on the whole spiritual shit. You know, we got to talk about music and stuff like that. Uh, but just to wrap a lot of this stuff up, um, I listen, because I know, so you said, was like, yeah. What are your goals uh, through 2022? Like, what's, what's your goals looking like? So, for 2022, January, first quarter, I have an EP dropping. Good. That's the first time I'm actually like, <clears throat> Putting that out there. So January, look out for that. I got an EP dropping. Um, come January, February, March. Like March, April, I'm gonna have a another. I'm gonna have my album dropping. So this is gonna be that unlucky album. So this is gonna be me and Seven's album. Um, and then is that March, April, May? May, I'm going to have my album dropping. So we got the EP in January, the Unlucky album, and then my album, who is going to be produced by Major 88 Keys, who's produced for Moneybag, Yo, Young Dolph. Like, it's, it's too many names to name, you feel me? My man's is a real substantial type guy, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to Major. Uh, so he's going to produce my entire album. Uh... That's, that's all I can give y'all right now. Though. You gotta give everything. You gotta give everything. You know, like it's a cool thing of a couple things, like you know, in the in the vault or whatever. Oh, yeah, Ain't nothing wrong with that at all. Like, you gotta keep them guessing. Uh, what are some of your interests outside of music? You know, I right, so this 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 is besides uh, smoking weed. <laughs> Look, I right, so this this right here was a question that I was really interested in answering because this is more so for a question. I say it's it's a question outside of just being an artist. You know what I'm saying? This is a more interpersonal question. So, all realness, I'm the type of dude, like I said, I never want to revert to what I came from. You feel me? I was a real hands-on, physical type of person. And everybody has to have their own type of outlet. You know what I'm saying? It could be music, but how I feel about music, this is my career. You know what I'm saying? So, an outlet outside of that, you know what I'm saying? I had to say I collect, sell, and play Yu-Gi-Oh cards, bro. Yeah, that's actually because you know those shits be expensive. They can go oh, on the yeah. market like they'd be like worth thousands of dollars. The most I ever sold a Yu-Gi-Oh card for was like five hundred and forty dollars for one card. Shit. Yeah, what was bro. the card? It was the Ghost Rare Dark Magician. 
Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Dark Magicians, yeah. They, of course, they would probably go for a lot. I mean, I ain't heavy with the Yu-Gi-Oh shit. I just saw, saw the show growing right, up, and I thought right. I ain't never bought a deck in my life. Right, <laughs> I was nah. like, I heard a lot, but me and Seven, that's 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 our thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> don't get us wrong. Don't try to play us, but you know what I'm saying? Like that shit right there was really one of them things where you could either be out here just going stupid and going dumb in the street, or you could have something that you can you can do for you and it's, it's it's real close and personal to you like i got like that's 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 my shit bro like i don't get as much time as i love to go and play and shit or trade and shit but for the most part just just the energies just being around those the type of people that play you know what i'm saying it's different i don't gotta sit in the hood with the looks all day i don't gotta sit in the studio with some studio heads all day you know what i'm saying like i can chill and just be on some different shit, talk about different shit, you know what I'm saying? Because 99% of the time, I'm on music, you know what I'm saying? It's, that's that's my lifestyle, that's that's what it is that I'm doing. It's not no fraudulent shit like, oh, I'm I'm doing this kind of hat, nah, like, this is, I'm 100% behind everything that I do, you know what I'm saying? So, having that to, like, escape in a sense, is like... It's like a, a good breath of fresh air, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like everybody, every artist, everybody that has things going on for them, they need an escape. They need something they can do other than smoke weed, you know what I'm saying? Because you can smoke weed in any profession. And that's 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 some real shit. You can any profession can smoke weed. I promise you, it's a way of it's the way of do it. But just having that escape, having your own hobby, you know what I'm saying? You can you can definitely get some shit like alleviated like outside of the the cards. I like the uh I like to go to the range. You feel mm -hmm. me? I like to shoot. Yeah, dude. I need to I need to go to the gun range in December. I've been meaning to go to the gun range for the longest time, bro. And get a tattoo. I've been pushing this shit for so long, bro. All this financial aid money, I should have been doing some shit with it for oh, real. Yeah, Martial arts or something. I feel like I should have gotten into a lot heavier. Word. Yeah, like I'm I've been thinking about taking Krav Maga, man. You know. Uh, yeah, bro. Yeah, man. That's definitely. It. Yeah, for sure. Because they be doing strikes and, like, grapples and all types of shit. So it's like he's kind of doing a bit of everything for Krav Maga. Facts. My, um, my man's junior, he's uh, he, he he's an African dude. He, um, he what he do? I think he do, he do like, Taijutsu or some shit like that. <laughs> Taijutsu? That's a that's Naruto thing. Oh, I think he made Taekwondo. Taekwondo. Yeah. There it is. Look. This nigga said Taijutsu. He do Look, I've been watching Boruto for uh, like the last two days. Don't get over. You been catching up with Boruto? I can't really get into it. I don't know. I wanna like it, but I feel like they overdo the shit. Like, what you the gotta heck? skip the fillers. Gotta skip the fillers. You gotta skip the fillers, bro. When That's you watch the main story and you like, just keeping your mind like, damn, this is this is the new generation. Like how I look at it, bro. It's like, damn, like it's crazy because. It's the people that we grew up with, and they adults now, and now they kids is just on some different shit. Like, and then you get to see the different personalities because they don't make it on no. It's not. It's not. It's not no bullshit. I'm not gonna hold you. It's not on no. Somebody just wrote it together just to keep the Naruto story going. Nah, yeah. it's not none of that. This shit is really like real shit. Yeah, <laughs> he says real shit. Yeah. yeah, it's like real shit, bro. Like these niggas is really like on their own type of time and they on their own wave. Uh, Boruto don't want to be nothing like his father at all. He want to be like Sasuke type shit. Like, 
I mean, I'll try to like it so, but but I just feel like it's just kind of I don't know. I feel like they should have skipped like a hundred years into the future, just 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 leaving some shit behind. That way, there'll be more stuff to look behind, and then in the future, you know what I'm saying? That's why I fuck with Naruto, the whole build world building. Like there were hella shit that happened beforehand, past, yeah. leading up to shit that was going on now. Yeah. So it's like that's why. So there's always shit to look on. Like it's just like right now, it's just like you know, it feels like these these kids are just kind of filling their their parents' shoes and shit like that. And it's just like you know, like my favorite character. I would say it's Sarada. That's what I fuck you. with. I fuck with Sarada. I fuck with Shikadai. I feel like Shikadai's cool. Yeah. I'm metally, I want to fuck with metally a little bit more, but it's just like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like they should have skipped a couple. They should have skipped like a couple. Like how like they a did. A couple generations. Yeah, yeah. You see, you, you ever watch uh, Avatar Last Airbender and shit? Yeah, like when they did Korra and everything, like even though it was like right after dudes died, like there was yeah. hella shit. That would happen in between. That yeah. was just like what I feel you. Yeah, feel that's you that's what so had an intrigue to it. Like you know the whole thing with y- Yakon and shit like yeah. that, and his kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like basically like what's going on with the first villain, and then the whole the Red Lotus and like yeah. the Unlock type shit. You know, there was shit that was happening beforehand right. that was affecting what was going on then. That's what I was fucking with. Like right. it's just like you know like now it's just like oh like I hate my dad because it's like oh like shit he's just he's he's a fucking Hokage. He's gonna be busy. <laughs> it's just like. Some attention from him, man. That's all he wants. I mean, yeah, everybody wants like that, but it's like when you it's your father, dude. It's like, bro, like my dad was like freaking working in the hospital. Like at mm-hmm. times, I barely saw him and everything, but I knew he was doing like good shit. Like it's right, just yeah. I respected that he was like, thanks for paying the bills. They were knocking Word. out this rent Word. and shit of that nature. You know, it's just like I feel like Navarro should have more respect for his father because like, dude, man's had man's parents was literally murdered as a newborn, like right. and everything, and it's just like wild trying to protect the village and shit and now he's like the literal hokage you know his story and what led him to this point he I, nothing but respect fucking sasuke was like he was sitting here he was listening to uh boris who talk about his father he like yo do you did you read any of naruto's history like did you do you know where your father come from he's like oh yeah he didn't have his parents whooped you no bro do you know his history like niggas was not fucking with naruto at all it was like oh this the nigga with the six tails i mean the nine tails oh no <laughs> like like you it's you gotta really deeper. read up on it it's way deeper than what boruto is seeing so like i understand where you're coming from i do and i understand when you say <clears throat> the way they did Kara, they could have did boruto you yeah, feel me type of way they have uh they yeah they they definitely could have did it the same type of way they just kind of gave them their own venom venom villain but this uh is still kind of connected to what happened with kaguya and and all that shit like as soon as the great ninja war ended you know what i'm saying so it's like that that whole issue you want to get into that because kaguya just kind of basically popped up out of nowhere niggas ain't know who the fuck she was like on some oh yeah i'm here now like who are you oh i'm i'm about to end all this shit me and my white zetsu <laughs> I've been black growing, Zetsu, I think. the black Zetsu. I'm, I've been growing these niggas for a minute. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, mm-hmm. it's things that Boruto is has yet to explain as far as I gotten into it. But it's definitely going to be some more shit. So I say watch it, bro. Dude, shit is fucking crazy, man. I just realized this is like the longest episode. <laughs> no, dude, like two fucking hours. Bro. I don't know who's gonna listen to this shit for two hours. Like, that better be like one long ass like car ride, man. Oh yeah, shit. most definitely. Hey, when you like, driving state to state, go ahead and put my man Toasty on with your boy Syndicate. We outside <laughs> NCCC, NCCU. What's up? Don't mind me. I've been drinking champagne. <laughs>
We've actually been inside this building, just letting you know. Like, we outside, like, you we know, metaphorically. Outside. Like, metaphorically, inside. but it's like, but yeah, man. Yeah, man, we, we touched on a whole lot of shit, man. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I feel like the vibe's been really, really good. For the stretch for, like, two fucking hours worth of conversation and shit. I'm, I'm actually about to tell you, look, we about to find something to do, okay? Because I'm out here now, because what time is it? It's like 9.30. Yeah, but it's, it's just like, I, got, I still got some assignments or whatever. And you still got my number and shit like I that, got whatever. Yeah, we'll, we'll, touch, we'll touch back. Just like right now, both our cars are not in driving situation. My license suspended, and they told my shit. I don't know where the fuck my car is. Yeah, you need to get on that. <laughs> yeah, no, dead ass. <laughs> Come on, Monday, dude. It's like, no, but dead ass. And then like your situation with like your car. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's just, it's, it is what it is. Like, we'll just we'll appreciate what it is. I know you're going to meet up with Justin a little bit, right? Yeah, I'm going I'm to hit the mic. I'm gonna hit that man up. I might roll with y'all in a, like a little bit later. Though. I don't know how long are you gonna be staying on campus. I'm actually trying to. Can't put this on the mic, but I'm, I'm trying hold to do on, a little on, something a little later. So. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna be out for a minute. So. Okay, all right, that's all right. Sorry, you ain't gotta be too, too over the top with <laughs> it. Keep it, keep it all. Uh, keep it PG. You know what I'm saying? PG. Keep it <laughs> some things don't need to be expressed, like restricted, uh, parental you know adversary, all that shit. Real shit. But look out for uh, look out for seven seasons too. And uh, a little later, that's the unlucky album. Look out for seven seasons too. Look out for uh, my album that's gonna be coming out. My EP that's coming out in January. You know what I'm saying? So that's something to look forward to. And I do have. Two things to go ahead and put out there now. I have a feature with my girl Lexi G, straight out of Queens. Shout out to her. That's gonna be coming out soon. <clears throat> That's gonna be coming out soon. Uh, it's called Queens Babies. I have the trailer up there on my page. You can follow me at Unlucky Two C's. Don't put no K behind that C. S Y N. That's Unlucky Two C's. Don't put no K behind that C. S Y N. Unlucky say. Yeah, man, you heard the man, yo, man. This is a damn good episode, bro. I've been talking with dudes like we've been friends forever, but it's like, you know, we're just here, we're just talking, just on some regular shit. This is like the first conversation we had, and now it's on a podcast and everything, you know. It's crazy what we're doing with this music thing. We don't know where we're going to be headed five years. Maybe we can come back to this episode five years from now. Only up. We're mm. never going down. Five years from now, it's only up. Mm. No, no saying where it's at up there, but it's only up. Only up, nowhere to go but up, man. You know, I like to thank you again, uh, Syndicate, for showing up. You know, no doubt, for real, and everything. It's really good they even pull out here all the way from damn Raleigh and shit, yeah, man. just to come, just to hop on a podcast. You know, this thing means a lot to me and everything. It helps me like refocus a lot on my on my whole self and everything. You know, I started this shit in April. Now Whoa. I'm like getting close to fifty whole episodes, man. That's beautiful. And that's man. crazy. Clap it up for my guy. You feel me? Clap it up for my man. No, really. I never I I not I knew I was gonna like I don't wanna say like I knew I knew. But it's like, you know, it's just like I just know like the hard work is gonna be what's gonna show. I didn't think yeah. like I get like this this year's been really, really crazy for me. Freaking dropped a mixtape, doing fifty Facts. episodes of podcast at my first internship, made a whole lot of sales with that. And everything, you know, it's just like, you know, this is going to be my last semester at NCCU. So it's just like, you know, it's just been hella crazy. A lot of things have come full circle, still ready to go to the next part of my life. It's going to be at Howard University, hopefully, if I can really set up my graduate school application and everything. I want to see what my life is going to be like in D.C. Who knows how it's going to be and everything. I want to thank Syndicate again for hopping on, man. Uh, You know, for real. It's It's all love, all good. You know, and that's it. I think this is like, what, episode 47? Yeah, episode 47 of the Mental Threads podcast. Episode 47, you heard. You got Syndicate, my man Toasty. We outside GSC rolling. We rolling forever.
Whatever you are. Yes, sewing out. Sewing out. The Mental Thirst Podcast. We are sewing in. I was sewing out. There it is.